Welcome to Talking Jets. My name is Ryan. I'll be your pilot tonight. I am joined <laughs> alongside my co-pilots. I have Mr. Greenbean <laughs> to my this way. Got Mr. Matt O'Leary to my that way. <laughs> Boys and girls, if you like what you're seeing here, please hit the like button. You may not like everything that you saw yesterday, but we're here together. We're going to commiserate. Misery loves company, and we're glad you're here with us. So, Greenbean, you were live streaming the game. I want to hear from you. What are your thoughts first? My thoughts are I should turn some lights on. That's first. Uh, <laughs> second, that was a very stoic intro, Ryan. I, I must, uh, it was very businesslike. I almost got a window into what you sound like in, in a corporate meeting or something. <laughs> Hello, my name is Ryan, and I have a presentation about apples. Like, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Uh, I live near an orchard. Yeah. I could give a presentation about apples. Yeah, clearly, that was excellent. Um, uh, well, look, you know, I'm not going to say anything fresh and new. You know, everybody's been dancing around this shit all day. But uh, I, I feel like, um, dude, th let me just say it this way. I'll try to take a unique spin on this. The amount of outpouring I received today from unconnected people was real like i just got a message from one of my i just before the stream started from my one of my wife's best friends who is not a football fan who lives in raleigh north carolina i played guitar at her wedding in san diego years ago she just said i am so sorry for your loss as if my wife died like that's what it, you know what I mean? Like that's, and I've been getting that from all corners. My sisters, uh, people at work, dude, the owner of my company reached out to me this morning and said, dude, how are you this morning? Like, you know what I mean? Like that's how big of a deal it was. That all said, I am really trying to, and I think somewhat successfully for the most part, I'm pushing that out. And I'm trying to focus on what our team did last night. And I know what that we'll talk about the details moving on, but I'm really impressed. I mean, dude, getting kicked in the nuts like that could, have, and it looked like it for a little bit, the first half in particular, like that game was going to be out of control loss. We were going to get blown out. That's what it looked like. And we won. And for that, I am incredibly excited. We have some, pieces to move around and we'll talk about it but i'm choosing to stay on the positive but every now and then i keep realizing that my life is ruined you know matt talk to me how you feeling yeah i wanted to echo what green bean was saying from like the initial from when it happened throughout even all today the number of people who reached out to me in all walks of life who do not care about football uh, Instagram DMs for this poor guy has been talking to me for months about making the trip over and seeing his first game. And it was last night. He saw Aaron Rodgers play four plays and that was it. He was asking uh, about where he should go for like a grab a pint. I'm like, I don't really live near MetLife. I don't know, but I heard this area is good, but like, it, it's just, I can't put into words really how I'm feeling because I, I go through these waves of this grieving process where I'm so distraught and upset and it's hard not to think about like what could be or what could have been. And then I think about, as Greenbean mentioned, there are some really nice moments from this team and they won a huge game against a division mm -hmm. rival against a team that, you know, they're, they're chasing in the standings, but it's hard not to have this like melancholy feeling and 
like I, I hate that that's secondary, that this defense effort, the special teams play, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson's insane catch, that's all secondary because Aaron Rodgers played four plays and had his season come to an end. I, I don't – I'm having a really hard time putting yeah. it into words. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. I've had people reach out to me, like Becca's <laughs> friends that are not, you know, real – I mean, they, they might watch football, but they're not, like – not overly invested in, in the jets or anything like that. I, I legitimately could not go into work today. I woke up and I was like, texting my boss. And I was like, Hey, if you don't need me today, I'm good being home. Cause like Matt said it grieving. That's what it felt like. Like we were so emotionally invested for so long. And it was like that, that glimmer of hope. We haven't had a quarterback for the longest time. We have all the pieces. We knew it was the final piece. And that final piece was taken from us. And it just seems unfair. And I want to quote, Bruce Almighty with God is a, a a little kid with a magnifying glass and we're just all the ants and he's zapping all little the jet fans with the magnifying glass and like that's what it feels like it feels like this franchise is fucking snake bitten and I just it's brutal it's absolutely brutal because that was one I was at the game one of the probably the best game I've ever been to <laughs> I was at the Monday Night Miracle I was at the game against uh the Packers when we snuck into the playoffs when the Patriots had to beat the Dolphins in 2002 I've been at a bunch of really good games throughout my life. That, I've never felt energy like that. The, before the kickoff, the stadium was shaking. The, no seat was empty leading up to kickoff. Everyone was in that building. And to just, like, you hear it, you see him come out of the tunnel, rocking, like, everything's shaking. He comes out onto the field, everything's shaking. Brees rips off that run. I was like, oh, we're here. Oh Let's go. Yeah. This is us. And, like, and we see him go down. I'm like, he stood up, so he's fine. But he sat back down, and that's where I didn't. I didn't yeah. have the benefit of replay like that. Like I'm not. I'm trying. I'm going through Twitter. I'm trying to see everything that's going on. And it's like, okay, well, he's kind of like walking, sort of. Like maybe it's just an ankle. He's just gonna miss a few days. Oh my god, this could be great. He's gonna miss five, six games. We're gonna see what happens with Zach Wilson. We're not giving up the first round pick, but you know, silver lining, right? Like that's what's gonna wind up happening. And then you know, you start hearing the Twitter doctors come out, and it's like, oh, there's the pop. That's the Achilles. And it's hard to to separate that from everything good that we saw like Garrett Wilson is him and like the defense is legit friggin' Jefferson gets the two sacks Whitehead gets the three interceptions you you have uh Brees Hall coming back just galloping all over the field 83 yard run and like everything was just clicking it's perfect and I don't know I don't know how to feel <laughs> I'm like totally distraught I, I think is is the word it feels unfair and I, I think yeah. uh, a lot of the people in the chat that are hanging out with us tonight are probably feeling a similar kind of way. Yeah. Unfair is a really good way to say it. And, and anybody, I've been laughed at by the younger fans. I, I can't tell you how many times. And I get poked at all the time when I talk about the Jets. The older fans get it. Even guys, mm -hmm. you're, you know, you guys are kind of on that cusp. You're, you're coming around the mountain. You're going to be called old soon. You'll see. It's weird when it happens um but the younger they're like dude relax it's not a curse it's just we suck i'm like yeah you'll see dickhead you know what i mean mm -hmm. you'll see what i'm talking about anybody denying that the curse is real is out of their mind like there's whatever it is and maybe we can beat it and and maybe this is just another hurdle and we're you know like because garrett like you said is really him Brees is him you know like we have studs on this team quinnon uh, you know, just all over the place. We have legit talent that can push us over. But, dude, 
what in the universe gets joy out of doing that to us? <laughs> Four plays, dude? Four? This is worse than 1999. Agreed. Test I don't remember exactly I was at that was. game. I, to... <laughs> I was there. Oh, Oh. It was a couple drives. You were at it was, that I think one it was too, the huh? second, the beginning of the second quarter. I think is when that happened. Yeah, Ryan's got to stop going. Yeah, officially. that's what. It's at least you got a quarter. You had a quarter hope. Yeah, not even a full fucking drive. This dude. <laughs> I, well, what sucks is like we were in the championship game the year before, so you knew it was good, and like that was that. But like this, this was supposed to like cure the drought, the playoff drought. This was everything we've seen Brady do it. We've seen Manning do it. We've seen Stafford do it, and and it was our time. And oh God, it's just, it's hard to look forward to. I, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Don't get me wrong. But like, th there's something missing. It, it's very much like, it It just feels different right now. And I, I don't know. I feel bad because I'm bringing my, my, my sorrow and sadness to like my family life right now. Like my whole, every, my whole day today was ruined. I couldn't do anything. I'm looking at the, like the different TV, like clips and, and articles on the internet. And I'm getting like, fucking Buffalo fans and Dolphin fans and Patriot fans on Twitter saying shit. And I'm just like, dude, I'm like not about it. I'm like about to snap. <laughs> I was like, I can't yeah. do it. I was like, I know these are just trolls. Got to not do it. But like, yeah. dude, I'm, I'm hurt. Let me tell you too, uh, quickly, the, in the chat, we had some Packers fans in there all night last night. We had an incredible stream last night. So thanks to all you guys that were there with us. We had just under a thousand people in there. We held strong at like between seven, eight, eight hundred, you know, seven and eight hundred. Um, but we, you know, we never got below that. Um, but we, we got up to a thousand and it was amazing. But there were some Packers fans in there. And when that happened, the outpouring was pretty legit, man. Like guys were mm -hmm. saying things like, dude, don't worry about it. We've seen him go down in the first quarter before come back in the second half and light it up. And you guys are good. He's like, it was really, it was something. There was very little like, ha ha from the guy, from the Packers fans that chose to watch the game with us. It was really something. Now I eventually got tired of even that stuff. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't want, yeah. I don't care. I don't want to hear, you know, cause I'm, I was so engulfed in my own misery. Um, but you know, it was really neat to see that. Like, you know, everybody like, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt. You know what I mean? Like he just doesn't man. He might miss a game or two here and there, but it's just like with Chuck Clark. We, what do we call him? Iron man last year, Dwayne Brown. He's, he hasn't been injured almost ever. He comes to the Jets four days into his time with us. He tears his rotator. It's like, and he's out for the first chunk of the season. Remember last season. And this stuff happens to us, man, where it's like, it, it's just a very consistent thing. But anyway, I wanted to just point out that there were some really cool Packers fans in there trying to keep our heads up, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah, I will say that the YouTube comments have been a, a good outpouring of support, like from a, a bunch of different fans. And that includes Miami, Buffalo, New England. Uh, Packers fans were were very vocal in there. A lot of the, you know, obviously the Jet fans and stuff. Some Giant fans were in there. It was more so like the Twitter side of things and like those. I don't know, fucking Twitter, <laughs> just just yeah, screwing me up, getting me all day. Ugh, smart. I didn't even go on Twitter today. So I guess. Before we hop into any super chats, I just want to kind of talk this through and figure out. Zach Wilson's obviously starting during uh, the Cowboys game, and Robert Sala has come out and said Zach is our quarterback. Any quarterback that we add is going to be as a backup. 
Uh, it's going to be like an emergency type quarterback in case something happens. How do you feel, Matt, with that kind of approach right now? Is there a quarterback out there that you'd like to see the Jets go out and, and acquire or, you know, whatever, kind of sniff around? What are your thoughts on the whole Zach and quarterback situation right now? In the immediate short term, I understand why, and maybe that turns into the long term. I do think that the Jets should bring in uh, another veteran quarterback, at, like as they say, to at a minimum be the backup because I don't trust uh, Tim Boyle at all. Mm-hmm. But I have two names, uh, and they're both, you know, it would be a trade market, but I, I think I'm more than comfortable giving up what I would assume would be a day three pick for um, these these players because i think you know even uh with losing aaron Rodgers, this is still a team that could make the playoffs this year if they get average to just okay quarterback play and i have a safe option and a fun option and i like both for for different reasons my safe option is jacoby Brissett. i think he was playing really well with the browns last year while um while uh, deshaun watson was suspended and he has had other uh, two seasons with the colts where he's essentially been a game manager, talking like 19 passing touchdowns, single-digit interceptions. He's not going to turn the ball over. He'll throw for a buck 85, um, and you know he could manage you the game that way. The other is Gardner Minshew, uh, because yeah. I think he would be uh, one. He's got like just like the hair and the beard, and like it just has that look. Mustache. Yeah, he's got this mustache, right? He's got the easy, easy guy to root for, right? The yeah. mullet, the whole thing, the whole look. Um, but he's a little bit more of that that gunslinger. He does have starting experience, and I think he looked good in Jacksonville at points in 2019 and 2020. With Philly last year, he had some really nice moments. He could throw for a boatload of yards, but the interceptions could sneak in there. I like both for different reasons, but I definitely think they need to find another veteran to, like I said, at a minimum, be a high caliber backup for Zach Wilson if you need to go to them or, you know, push to start eventually. Yeah, I agree with actually both those um, full on. And I think you got to look at Zach and just say, like, look, he's never played a full season himself. So, like, we, we need a backup quarterback for when he eventually does do something, whether it's hold the ball too long and take a shot or run and take a shot or something happens where he's going to miss a game or two throughout the season. And I, like you, Matt said, <laughs> I do not want to see Tim Boyle. Gardner Minshew, I think, is the fun one because Jacksonville, he lost his job because a generational quarterback was coming out. He goes right. to Philly. He sits behind an MVP caliber Jalen Hurts. There's no shame in that. And then he goes to Indianapolis and they draft, you know, Anthony Richardson in the first round. So, like, as far as like displaced quarterbacking can go, it's not like this guy played horribly somewhere or he was a headache or a cancer or something along those lines. Like this guy's pretty exciting to watch. And I think if all, if I remember correctly, he's got pretty good touchdown interception ratio as well. Um, so that would be, I, I, and I do like Brissett. I think Brissett is a true um, professional. I think the way he handled the Deshaun Watson thing last year, I think he can come in here and be like, hey, we're going to hold down the fort. I'll be behind Zach. Something happens. You need to pull him for some reason. I can come in and you can pull, you can put Zach in the next week. Like, I, I feel like you can kind of play with Brissett that way. He's been through so much adversity throughout his career. Uh, Greenbean, for you, when you look at Zach Wilson and maybe some of the other quarterback options that might be out there, how are you feeling about the quarterback situation? Well, I mean, I'd be real curious to see. Both of the um, guys Matt mentioned are of interest to me. 
I would like be I'd be happy with either one. Like I would be happy because I feel like this team is so stacked that all we need is a quarterback to not make mistakes. Somebody that can, you know, elude some pressure, um, you know, because it's going to come clearly for at least for a little while and the offensive line can gel, but um, it's a question mark. Okay. Uh, but somebody that can just avoid the big mistakes like that Zach Wilson interception was abysmal. I don't know what he was looking at. He had a beautiful pocket. He stepped up just right to the line or three bills around. I don't know what that was. Um, so we need somebody that can avoid that sort of stuff. And I'm fine with letting Zach have his shot. I'm fine with it, right? He's got the Aaron Rodgers impact. The team's behind him. We have talent. I'm, I'm fine. He hasn't played with the ones, right? So we'll give him, okay? We'll give him that. But somebody that if, if, if Zach is pulling a 2022 thing, Salah's got to pull his ass. And he's got to be able to pull him for somebody not named Tim Boyle or, or Chris Streveler. He's got to be able to do that. Um, so I think, you know, Brissett, Minshew, I think, could be our starter, dude. You know, I mean, Brissett, too, honestly. I think either one of those guys I'd be totally fine with. But it depends on what somebody's going to want. They know we're desperate, we're bleeding, and somebody's holding, you know, Band-Aids or, uh, you know, uh, whatever. A tourniquet. Somebody's like, what are you offering? I'm bleeding to death. It'll be $5,000. So that's what I think we're in that position. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm a big fan. I'm going to tell you something. Not that I wouldn't be if this wasn't our current situation, but we're in this situation we're in. I am a big fan of bringing Carson Wentz in here. Carson Wentz, you look at his oh. stats. I uh, do. Look at his look at his year in Indy. Now, he's known as an asshole. That's, they, they got that, rid yeah, of him. That- Okay, That's so but me. we have such a strong locker room. They'll put his ass in place. And he's been humbled by life this last couple of years, especially right now. He's not even on a team. He's, what, 31 years old or, or something like that. He's, he's relatively young mm-hmm. uh, st- as far as quarterbacks go in the NFL. Carson Wentz has it. Joe Douglas knows him. All we need him to do, we don't need him to come in and save us. We need him to come in and, and, and just not lose us the games, right? Like I, I was talking to two Eagles fans today and uh, both of them said something similar, but one in, in particular said to me, Wentz is frustrating because he'll do nothing in the first half. The, the, you know, the team kind of gets ahead of you and then he spends the second half kind of, you know, excitedly getting you back in the game and it's aggravating. I said, that's fine for us. We have a defense that can keep that mitigated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our defense can keep the game man, you know, manageable. And if we just have a quarterback again that can get the ball into the playmakers' hands, we got playmakers all over the place. Garrett Wilson is, I mean, dude, what he did last night. Granted, he didn't see too much action, but the action that he did see and that touchdown in particular, unreal. I've, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. I, I, honest to God, nuts. that's how bad was that pass? You know what I mean? Like, oh, dude, it could have been picked. <laughs> Like, yeah, it could have been picked. I thought Zach, I thought Garrett Wilson was playing defense, dude. Yep. That's why my reaction was what it was. I was like, okay, well, at least we got a guy smart enough to. Oh my god, he's not. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So it's like all we need. A, all we need is a guy that can just get the ball in. But whether it's Michael Carter the second, whether it's uh, um, Brees Hall, whether it's Dalvin Cook, who by the way is not Brees Hall. I'm gonna just say that right out of the gate. Anybody saying, you know, I you know, we've had conversations that Dalvin Cook's now the best running back on the team. You're dead wrong. You mm-hmm. are wrong if you think that. Brees Hall is the man. 
but Dalvin Cook is still a weapon. And again, you got the Lazards, you got Nicole Harb, you got Gibson, you got all these guys. My fucking chair. <laughs> um, so we just need a guy. I think Wentz can be that guy, and he wouldn't take draft capital. And that's kind of where I'm going with that. And, and he'd more than likely come on the cheap. Um, so he's of interest to me too. But if, if we could get Minshew for a mid to late round pick, I'd do it every day of the week. Yeah, I think Minshew's the the one that intrigues me the most because of the upside potential that he has. With Carson Wentz, I am I would say he's an option for me as well. I would as far as free agents go, that's that's one I'm I'm looking pretty hard at. And I trust Joe Douglas to make that decision too, because he was in Philadelphia with Carson Wentz. He wasn't there when they drafted him. He came in after the fact. Right. He came in two months, I believe, after the draft. So if he says it's not it's not Wentz, I'm okay. I can live with that. It's not, I'm not going to yeah, second yeah, guess totally. Douglas's decision on that. Um, but yeah, I kind of fall in line with you. I, I'm con- a little concerned about his his locker room um, mentality. Uh, I don't know. And then we get the you know I, I'm sure you guys have gotten the questions too. So if Tom Brady comes out of retirement, oh, dude, it, like happening. it it makes a pit in my stomach. Like. I think he is the best option that you could probably bring in to to probably go as as far as possible. But man, I feel like we're selling our soul to the devil again. And like, if I have to win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady, like, I don't know if I'm. I mean, I'm gonna be excited, but like, yeah, there's something cheating kind of about that, or like leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Well, he would arrive and say, "Hey guys, do you want to know what we could do? We could do this. We could cheat." We could do oh. this and that. You know, it's totally le- <laughs> it's not legal, but we could totally do it. That's what they he would They won't catch us. The NFL knows. They, they got you in six primetime games. The NFL's giving me equity stock in the league. I'm going to be allowed to play. Apparently, a player is allowed to own part of a team, and you need 24 owners to vote that it's all right that he can play on another team while having an ownership stake. So, like, technically, if the, if the owners felt they could make more money from <laughs> Brady coming yeah. back, that could, in theory, actually, like, happen. I, I don't want him though. Like you said, there's a cheating. There, there's a sell your soul aspect to that. I don't yeah. think we need to. I don't think. I agree. Um, all right, let's let's hop into a few super chats. I'm gonna want to tackle the these bigger ones first. Douglas dropping a wow. big old super chat. Thank you so much, Douglas. Fifty spot. Wow, there it is. He Thank says, you, Douglas. Cue the third eye blind music. Closing time. <laughs> No, that's that's semisonic. Isn't no, it? that's oh, semisonic. Yeah. What, uh, what songs are you talking about? No, no, no. Jumper, oh, step nice back from that ledge, my friend. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay. Um, I love that. I saw Third Eye Blind twice. Uh, sorry, I was not expecting to pull my Zach Wilson jersey from the back of my closet quite so soon. Hoping Rogers short tutelage, tutoring a ledge. <laughs> that's how I'm gonna say that. Uh, we'll put Zach in position for success, and there will be a redemption arc. For the ages, I very much want to see Zach Wilson turn it around, like more than anything else. Oh, yeah. Like, I, he yeah, threw the interception, and he was kind of fine after that. They definitely had him in kid gloves. They didn't want him to throw the ball away. Not, not throw the ball away, but throw it to, to the Bills. And with Brees and Cook, you can kind of, like, lean on them pretty heavily. But at some point, you're going to run into a defense that's going to say, we're putting eight guys in the box. You're going to have to beat us with your arm. And I don't know if Zach's able to do that. I mean, at least he was able to hit some of the shorter routes, which does give me a little more um, 
faith in him, but you're still going to have to test him deep. And if our offensive line can't block, you're not going to get those deeper routes. And I think that's what we're going to start seeing with other teams. And Micah Parsons scares the shit out of me this week. Um, Matt, you think Rodgers' tutelage of Zach Wilson uh, has put him in position for success? If he sat behind him the whole year, yeah. I mean, he, he was there for five minutes. It was like, all right, you know, we're going to give you a five-minute training course, and then you're going to take this rocket ship to the moon. Good luck, kid. Um, I, it would, he probably could have used a little bit more time. Um, I think in the first half, he definitely looked deer in headlights. He calmed down a little bit, but they went so conservative with him. Uh, I thought that Nathaniel Hackett was calling plays like he was afraid of his quarterback, which yeah. I don't necessarily blame him for, you know, at the time, especially after the interception, but um, I really like the thro two throws to Alan Lazard, the 22 yarder for the first down. There was another one late in the game. That was really nice. Um, I, you got to give him, you know, some credit for that, but they need him to be like 2010 Mark Sanchez. That would be perfect. 2009 wristband Mark Sanchez, not good. Uh, that, that was kind of rough. But in 2010, he took a little bit of that, you know, step forward. And I'm hoping that Zach could kind of just do that, man. Throw for, you know, a buck 85 every week. Don't turn the ball over. Give ramp up Reese Hall a little bit more. Hopefully get Dalvin Cook going a little bit. and Just play stellar defense. Yeah, the one thing I try to remember with Zach Wilson too, like as much as it wasn't a a wow game from him, he was called upon in the most ridiculous of circumstances. Like there, all the first team reps went to Aaron Rodgers in in you know leading up to this game. Right. It was all hey, you guys yeah. didn't play in the preseason. We're loading up, loading up, loading up. Let's go. Let's get this division rival. And then on the first series, Zach gets thrown in. Like he was put behind the eight ball to start, and I thought he handled it relatively well. I am curious to see how Hackett builds the offense for this Dallas game. I would really like to see Zach use his athleticism. Just maybe like make it easier for him. Have him roll out a little bit to the side, shorten the field, give him half the field to look at, have a tight end pulling across, have a deeper route, have something in like the flat. Give him a few outlets that he can make him use his athleticism. Let him run for four yards and run out of bounds. Don't let him get hit as much. But like, I don't know. I just... I. I feel like we should be able to build something around Zach that could lead to some kind of success. And it's going to be on hack to do that. Greenbean, what are your thoughts on Zach Wilson? And do you think he's learned enough from Rodgers at this point in time? Well, I know Douglas, it's a, it, he's saying it exactly how I am trying to feel about, right? It's like, mm -hmm. I'm hoping that the Rodgers, you know, like, so look, Here's my positive deep dive on this whole thing. Is the universe really just lining this up that Aaron Rodgers came here, got the organization to believe, gave Zach enough support and, you know, kind of training and all that kind of stuff that he's really the guy and we'll have some bumps and bruises, but by the end of the year, we're looking at this number two overall draft pick. That's everything and more uh, that we hoped. Like that's, that's kind of, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, get that one to sink into my, my brain here. Um, I don't know if it's real, dude. I mean, it was funny last night when Zach did his 30 yard backwards thing, mm -hmm. um, which is just amazing that he really does that. You know what I mean? Like, yep. 
It's like me playing Somebody, Madden with Michael Vick back in the day. <laughs> Just run around. Yeah, well, remember, you ever see the Family Guy with Bo Jackson on uh, uh, Tech Mobile? Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Like nobody could catch him and he could yep. just run all the way back and forth across the field. Nobody could tackle him. That's what it felt. It's like, but somebody said in the chat, it's nice to see Zach is at mid season form already. <laughs> you know? Oh no. That is that's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's so painful, but it's like you get to a point where you cross over this like pain into like slap happy, you know? And yeah. that's what it, I mean, he, dude, he really, now the positive is, at the end of that, like he escaped and he, and he threw the ball out of bounds. So it's all for nothing, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't get tackled back there. So it's okay. So there's there, even within that for where he was, there's progress. So maybe just maybe, now I don't know how much Aaron Rodgers can be on the sideline with the torn Achilles. You know, I, I don't know, but I would imagine when he can, he's going to be right. I would imagine that he would still be there. And that can be a positive, too. You saw Garrett Wilson last night kind of lifting Zach's chin a little bit. Like, hey, mm -hmm. dude, like, you, you know, you, I, mean, I don't know. I put all kinds of words in his mouth. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> no. one of the things was like, just get the damn ball to me. I'll take care of the rest. Like, that was one thing I, I thought I kind of gathered. The other one was like, dude, stop fucking hanging your head. Like, you know, lift it. Come on. Like, you know, this is we need you. We got everything else is here. Just come on. Stop pouting. You know what I mean? We don't need a pouty little kid on the sideline. Just man up. And and I think those kinds of things could get us. I mean, I don't, I mean, if there's gonna be a scenario where Zach Wilson succeeds, that's the environment where mm -hmm. everybody's like not allowing the pouting. And at some point you just kind of snap out of it, you know? Cause he's got the skills, dude. Mm -hmm. Can we can we just say that? He's got everything you want in a quarterback. He's just got this weird. X factor that's just so incredibly negative. Um, but anyway, I'm hoping, Douglas. I, I I really am. You know, I don't know what the third eye blind song is, but that's because I'm it's old. Step Brian back for it's um. Stone. I don't even uh, know who the they hell's are. Name Jumper. What? Yeah, Jumper. Wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. We could. And I would understand. We've been living in. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I, I heard um, it maybe, but I, I can't find it. Oh, it's so good. It's one of my favorite karaoke songs. Um, it is a good one. It's a great one. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I don't know. I, man. I heard yeah. a story about how after the interception, Hackett like, like went up to Zach and was like, don't worry about it. Stop worrying about it. Let's go. And like yeah. he kind of loosened up after that and it felt like he played at least better, but it just, it definitely feel, felt like they put training wheels on him. And maybe that's because he was not as prepared as, as an Aaron Rodgers would be for that particular situation, given everything that went on. I mean, I'm sure there was a little shock in like, holy shit, I'm starting again so, so soon. Yeah. Um, so Douglas, yeah, we're, we're hoping the there's thing. a redemption arc with, with Zach. Yeah, well, that's one of the things, like you guys heard me say it all year, not that you didn't agree, but I was very vocal about it. I wanted Zach to be the three. And for this exact reason, like I didn't want him to be thrown in to this type of situation. Now, never in a million years could I have imagined that it would be the fifth play of the game or our mm -hmm. offense anyway, that he would be out there. But I didn't want this. I think Zach was safe even on the practice squad. Nobody's pulling him for $10 million. Like it's just, you know what I mean? It's uh, He was safe. And if they take him, they take him, right? So um, I just thought like you bring in a Bridgewater or whoever, and you got Aaron Rodgers and Teddy Bridgewater. So if anything happens, if 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 tragedy strikes, you have 
a vet that you know can manage the game, you know can play at an NFL level. And, I, you know, so I'm nervous about all this. This is, like, exactly what we didn't want. But um, we also <clears throat> said, like, hey, look, if yeah, Rodgers he- misses any significant amount of time, we're screwed. Like that, like that's flat out what it is. Like it's very tough. Now you might have the best running back in the game. You might have the best wide receiver in the game. You might have the best defense in the game. Like that's where things start to get interesting. And it's like, okay, we kind of still do have a shot. Like we got our win and Zach did have us at like five. Like he was five and one as a starter at one point last year. Maybe he could put it together. I We were banking on Rogers playing every game. And it was resetting yeah. Zach. And I like I agree with where they went on that. I like the two quarterbacks. And there's, you know, you're just in a shit situation. It's just one of those weird things, I guess. I don't know. I, I feel like this is one of those things you can't plan for. It's not. It's nope. like last year where you just ran out of tackles. <laughs> it's like you can't plan for tackle six to be good. It's just, it is what it is. I guess you could plan for quarterback two to be good. But I don't know. Yeah. You bet. Rogers plays every game. He always plays every game. Like, every like game. Uh, Blitzcrew pops in, says, imagine how big of a blowout it would have been with Aaron Rodgers. We're still in the playoff hunt. Super Bowl is a challenge. Rumors of Colin Kaepernick interest have to see if anything left in the tank. Hard to talk, chalk trash to Bill's friends. Yeah, right. Like, you know, oh, you lost to Zach Wilson again. Like, that's like the biggest thing we can kind of say. And it, I mean, it felt good. It felt really good. It was nice to see a win on opening day for the first time in, but like, probably since 2015, I think, was the last one I saw at least. Um, Jets, Browns. But Colin Kaepernick, is that like, have you guys heard that? I Someone mentioned yep. that to me in one of my texts, but I don't actually know where that came from. Well, it's confirmed yeah. that his, I'm sorry, go on, Matt, please. You got it. Uh, I was going to say that his agent reached out um, to the New York Jets. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't played in seven years. And yeah. it's not me taking a stand saying what happened to him was right, that he's not in the league. But from just an NFL perspective, the guy hasn't played in the league in seven years. I don't think he could yeah. step right in and play. Yeah, and, and he's he wasn't 35. exactly like the best quarterback yeah. <laughs> at the time of yeah. of yeah. like stepping away too. Like there was, there was multiple issues with him. Um yeah, I don't I don't want to. I was gonna say I thought it was at least six years that he's been out of the league, but yeah, seven that extra year does it for 2016. Me. Ugh. Brutal. It's crazy. Right. Uh Euphoria hops in says, This is why I'll always come back here. Just end the suffering. Thank you all for always warming us in this cold, cold life of Jets fanhood. Dude, it is a pleasure to have you in here, Euphoria. It's and look, misery, misery loves company. There's 800 miserable bastards in here with us right now. Make sure you hit that <laughs> like button. And like, dude, we commiserate right. together. Like, I can't talk football with Becca. She doesn't really like understand it. Like, she she gets you know some stuff, but like, this is a slow burn fanhood from like as a kid up to now and the last 12 years of everything going on. The Adam Gase years to, to Zach not really working out the first two years to finally getting a quarterback that wants to be here. Uh, so we're all feeling, you know, one sort of way for sure. Uh, Crossfire hops in says, uh, the wife is joining tonight on her new channel. Don't mention the tickets, please. She doesn't know I donated them yet. <laughs> well, you probably Sorry. should. Oh, uh, yeah. You probably should not have put that in a public message. <laughs> Sorry. I agree. Sorelis comes in and says, what happens when Zach leads us to the playoffs with 4,000 yards and 20-plus touchdowns and Rodgers comes back? Also, thanks, Green Bean, for a great show last night. Let's fucking go, Jets. Uh, Look, 
if Rodgers come, if, if Zach leads us to 4,000 yards and 20 touchdowns, th- then you have to have a conversation. You say like, okay, is he the guy? Does it, did it look good? Or was it one of those, like he dumped it off to Brees and Brees ran 80 yards? Like, like how did that performance look? Because if it looks like he's clearly the guy, then you, you have to have a conversation. You exercise his fifth year option and then you allow, you know, maybe you allow Rodgers to come back if he wants to come back. I think I think you probably owe that to Rodgers to some extent. Like, hey, if he yeah. wants to continue playing because of what he did, he took less money to do everything. I think you you allow him to do that and you give Zach a little bit more time to, to marinate. Um, that would be my my plan. I think it depends how that 4,020 looks. Matt, your thoughts? Yeah, it, it's definitely a fact. I, I hope so. If he goes for 4,020 touchdowns, the Jets are probably winning 10, 11 games this year. That'd be fantastic. Um, I mean, yeah, you probably are picking up the fifth-year option at that point, and I still think that, you know, if Rodgers wants to come back, then he comes back, but you have your fallback option, your contingency plan there with Zach at that point. Josh hops in. Josh says, you guys are the best as always. Never have to worry about us Jet fans not watching you guys every season. We're addicted. Gotta have hope. Zach takes a step forward with an experienced offensive coordinator. Thanks, guys. Josh, thank you so much for hanging out with us because it's it means a lot to have everyone here because it, it feels like, oh, it, it is. It's family. <laughs> I come here yeah. to, to, to do our Jets therapy week in and week out. So it's, you know, I wish we were Nobody talking a happier else. day. Nobody else gets it like us. Like no. even Detroit fans and Browns fans over the years and nobody Cardinals fans, nobody gets it. Again, nobody has two quarterbacks that in a Super Bowl year lose their break, you know, rupture their Achilles in the first game. Nobody has butt fumbles. Nobody has their quarterback, starting quarterback getting their jaw broken in their own locker room. Like did nobody you see Mark has... Sanchez's tweet, by the way. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I did, but I didn't. What did you see? Go on. What... Did you see Mark Sanchez's tweet? Yes. Did Josh say, Allen just correct? run into the backside of his own guy? <laughs> on the fumble. On the Wait, fumble. Wait, what did he say? Josh, Josh Allen like kind of butt fumbled. Oh, really? He's like, hey! Hey, yeah. he ran yeah, into yeah. his own guy. How's come no one saying anything? Because That's, it didn't look the same, dude. That's why. Well, yeah, yeah, he's no, like, any that. any opportunity to get that shit off of the play reel every year on the year yes, anniversary please. of it, man. But, like, that's the thing. Like, nobody else has – like, we have a particular brand of pain. So all 830 people in here, like, we get it like nobody else gets it. And that's the truth of it. Curly comes in, says season ticket holder since the nineties. And last night when Rogers wow. went down, I looked over to my 70 year old father and I truly believe that we will never see a super bowl together. I teared up and I'm not okay, dude. Oh. I'm so sorry. Oh, That's the type of much. shit that like absolutely kills you. The guys that have been waiting for fucking ever. Like yeah. we're young in this jet fanhood, and like yeah. to see, it's just, it's brutal. It, I think the whole fan base felt it just an utter, the, the wind got sucked out of the stadium in one fall swoop. And like, it took until probably the third interception from Whitehead to really be like, Oh wow. Okay. You know, let's like, <laughs> let's go. It was, it was rough. Uh, Radovan comes in. Radovan says, I hear in Minnesota, lots of Vikings fans are down and already looking to rebuild. Kirk is in the final year of his deal. Thoughts on bringing Kirk like week seven and thoughts on the feasibility. So I would have no problem with a Kirk Cousins. It would come full circle because my first video on this channel was Kirk Cousins going to be a New York Jet. And I absolutely think Kirk Cousins could win us a Super Bowl with this roster. This roster is so jacked and tan. 
right now. Um, now, I don't know. I do think we wait to add a serious, serious quarterback until we see what happens with Zach. And we'll have like a two-game sample size before then. Um, and then by October is when we're going to have to make a move. I believe we have the bye week and then the Giants game and then the trade deadline. So I would say before the the bye week, we'll have an idea. And then we'll have a, a better idea, too, where some of the other teams stand. Like if Minnesota's like shit in the bed and they're not doing anything, they might be more apt to move them. But then it also depends what happens with with Rodgers. If Rodgers says, hey, I'm playing next year, you're not trading for for Kirk Cousins. You're going to do what you can to get Rodgers back out on the field, I think. Um, unless you wanted to just say, hey, look, we're, we're bringing in Kirk for one half of the season. We're going to get the comp pick when he leaves. And, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> like maybe, maybe you go that route. That's a crazy route to think of. Um, I would think about it. Uh, Greenbean, would you think about Kirk Cousins? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, for a one-year rental, because a Rod one year could be multi-year. It's I, I well, think the, me, the the hurdle is Rogers' contract. He would have to come out and say like he's retiring for me to really pull the trigger on. Yeah, like an. I, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, let me let me give you guys a tidbit I got from inside the Jets organization today. This is a very Ooh. this is a very legitimate uh, source. I can't say what it is or who it is. Um, but, uh, it's strong. Okay. And the, there's two sides to this. So the one thing is that inside the Jets organization today, the mood is devastation, right? So like even up from the coaches to the, mm -hmm. to the practice squad, it's utter devastation, um, after a win, which is just crazy. The other side of it is that Aaron Rodgers has made it very clear to the organization that he has no intention of retiring um so he he he's like from where he is right now he like the chip has even grown like he feels like he's got unfinished business and the whole thing so um he's let them know in no uncertain terms that like this isn't it for him so you know all of us pondering you know dude mm -hmm. he's gonna be 40 with the achilles he has said that he's he has every intention of coming back uh, which is a positive. And then just to apply that to the Kirk Cousins thing, I don't think that type of a move makes so much sense uh, mm -hmm. in light of that. I think the kind of a stopgap backup, uh, if Zach craps to bed, having somebody that can kind of give us that opportunity, the the mm -hmm. old Trent Dilfer uh, of the 2000 <laughs> Baltimore Ravens kind of a thing, um, you know, not make mistakes and just manage the game. I think that makes more sense than a mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins. I completely agree. I think it's it's one of those, you know, older like I would even be OK with, you know, a Matt Ryan or something like that's just like it's purely a backup, like someone that just can come in and hold down the fort like briefly until you get like a reset or something like that. Um, but right. I do think you owe it to try and get the best quarterback you can in to at least help. I think that best quarterback is Zach if he can click. Um, but we shall see where that all uh, where that all plays out. Uh, guys, if you're just hopping in, make sure you hit that like button. We got over 860 people in here right now. A lot of, uh, lot of discussion points going on. So we will get to everyone. I do see a lot of, uh, chats in here that we're, we're working our way through. So please hang tight with us. Uh, Phil says, green bean, you said yesterday, you just want to have fun. Well, we had fun yesterday. That's the side of the, uh, 
Yeah. Well, we did, Phil. Right, Phil was with me. I mean, we we had some fun. I mean, but that's it. That's what we're looking for from this. I don't buy jerseys and spend all my damn free time on this shit because I want to be unhappy. You know what I mean? That's all we're looking for, Phil. Mario comes in and says, "Hey, fellas, I'm not taking away. I'm not taking away from the win last night, but I feel so emotionally depressed." We're with you, Mario. Think loud and clear. Candy Boot comes in with super chat. Thank you so much, dude. Says, I think grieving is the perfect word for this. The whole day, it felt like someone passed away. Just real morbid and nasty type of shit this franchise is cursed with. Beers midday to soak it all in and just think a bit. Dude, I had to call out of work today. I literally, like, did not do anything. Becca's like, hey, we're going to go to the park. I was like, I'm not going. (laughs) He's like, we're going to go get blizzards. Okay, I'll go get a blizzard. But then I'm coming back here and I'm going to go mope some more. Yeah, okay. (laughs) That's kind of how my day went. All right, I'll do the blizzard, but that's it. That's it. <laughs> Ablab. What's up, dude? Drops Ab in. Lab. Says, everybody is chomping at the bit to crap on Zach Wilson. Let's give him and Hackett two weeks at least to pass our judgments. These circumstances were unforeseen. Lighten up. I completely agree. 100% yeah. agree. I, I'm, I'm, I, I did a, uh, a 10 quarterback option thing uh, video prior to us hopping on stream. And I want Zach. I want Zach to be the guy. I want him to like give me a reason. And not give me a reason. I he has to give me a reason to not want him for me to really like pursue someone else like aggressively. And I, no one that's coming in right now is gonna be up to speed in the next two weeks. So I think it's gonna take a little bit of time to figure it all out. But I completely agree. Uh Matt, what are your thoughts on on kind of allowing Hackett and Zach to to play a, a week or two and kind of see how this plays out. Yeah, I think I'm almost tossing the Cowboys game out the window. Not as saying like I'm punting on it, I'm forfeiting. But the one that I really have circled, the big, 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 big test is New England. They yeah. have absolutely owned Zach Wilson every single start of his career. Number one, the his home opener in 2021 sitting up there up top with green bean, getting my ass sunburned uh, and he throwing four interceptions. He gets hurt against them in his second game, three interceptions, the third game and almost ended his jets career. The fourth game uh, with yeah, that whatever putrid that seven, yeah, 70 yard performance and 40% completion percentage uh, where you lose 10 to three because of uh, a punt return for a touchdown pretty much as time expires. Like, that that's really the one and like we know the drill they are a very tough defense and they are going to give you a little bit of a fight like they did against philly so uh to me it's really more week three i hope they beat the cowboys i want them to beat dallas that's a really tough game on the road but you're back at home division rival against a team that's owned you and specifically zach that's the one that i really have my eye on Greenbean, how you feeling about uh, Zach Wilson? You think we got to give him a week or two before people start crapping all over him? Yeah. What's up, Ablab? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, he hung out with us last night too. Um, yeah, I think. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And look, we're not trying to like, like, let's be real here. Like, you know, Jets fans. Not that Ablab's saying this, but I see a lot of it in the chat, like both sides of this. We're not. It, it's not black or white, right? Like the, it's not like, you know, we hate him. We love him. You know, Jets forever. Zach's a superstar. And then you got, you know, Modine, you know, whatever. But it's like, the truth is, is that we all want Zach to succeed. I think, right? Like we, mm-hmm. I would sure. say 98% of us would love for Zach 
to come out of this box and be everything we've ever dreamed of at quarterback. The problem with that is Matt O'Leary just painted a pretty picture and he only used one team. We saw what this guy has done and we saw it starting last night. We saw a brutal pick. We saw dirt balls and we saw, I mean, dude, was it 30 yards backwards? I think it was 20. It was between 20 and 30 Mm -hmm. yards backwards. No other quarterback in the NFL does that quite like Zach Wilson. That's where the trepidation and the fear, like, why are we, you know, I, I see the comments in the chat. Why are you treating Zach like that? Dude, it's not treating anybody. It's acknowledging what's right before our eyes. Correct. You know, so that's the thing. I think the way AbLab put it, and we kind of alluded to it earlier, we, and we chatted about it, which is, We've never seen it. Like he didn't play with the, with, with the ones all offseason, right? That was A-Rod's position. So there's that. Number two, let's see what Hackett does with him as his starter, how they can figure out how to create that comfortable game plan for him, not on a fly, but having a week, two weeks, to really carve that out and see what his, you know, what, what they feel he can do versus particular defenses and such. I think we got to do that. I mean, Zach's got all the talent in the world, man. He's got the arm. He's got the legs. He's, I mean, he's got everything. And, like, he still has. We saw some of it last night falling down. So he's got that kind of off-script magic that not everybody has. It's an, it, it's an innate aspect of him that you, you, that you can't teach, right? We hear that all the time. There's certain things you can teach and there's certain things you can't. Zach has the things that you can't teach. The problem is the simple stuff, he just he muddies it all up, right? So we have to see where this goes. But people being afraid, dude, it's completely valid, man. It's, it, it's substantiated. We've, we, he's had two years to get through this and we've seen it time and time again now granted new offensive coordinator with experience it's not michael floor so there's reason to hope especially if a rod comes back and he's kind of on the sideline and there for you know to to help support and point things out and all that i have hope i really do but i'm also you know i'm i'm not exactly brimming with positivity either and i think that's valid J-Boy hops in. J-Boy says, next man up. This team is ready for a deep playoff push. Zach can do it as long as the line protects him. He needs Tipman in front of him. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if the Jets decide to like maybe shift Lake and Tomlinson out, add Tipman in at some point. I mean, you could also argue that Tipman has been the backup center and Zach might have a little more comfort level with him going throughout training camp. So that'll be something to keep an eye on. Uh, MC Lean comes in, says, here's my receipt for my Rodgers jersey return. Yeah, right. Could you imagine if they uh, allow you to return your Rodgers jersey, but only for a Zach Wilson jersey? That could be what, uh, you know, the the trade is, right? Uh, Vinny Caruso comes in, says, no one wanted to see Aaron Rodgers get injured. They just wanted him to suck on the Jets. I'm so depressed, guys. Why does this happen to us? The sadness is real. Dude, it, we are snake bitten. It's it's brutal. Yukon Jet comes in, says, Davis Mills, Two times the number of touchdowns is Zach, 63% completion percentage. I don't know. I feel like that doesn't, like, get me excited. <laughs> I, I mean, the stats, like, aren't bad, but also, like, the Texans suck, and how much of that was in garbage time? I'd have to go back and, like, actually watch a lot of that to, to make an accurate yeah, assessment. Ask Jake Asman. Well, yeah, that's Asman the guy we got to go to. Yeah, that's our answer. Matthew comes in, says, what do I do with my Rodgers jersey? I'm scared it's cursed now. It's not cursed. 
He's coming back next year. You heard it from Green Bean. He's not retiring. Sawyer comes in. And actually, I saw on the Pat McAfee show today, they had a uh, a sports injury doctor on, and he said the Achilles is a very consistent healing process. It's not quite like the ACL that requires like a bunch of time. Like it's a, it's a brutal injury, don't get me wrong. But they can say like, okay, you're going to be ready in 10 months or a year or whatever it, it it is. Like he'll be able to play. And not to mention it's on his left foot, so it's not his plant leg. So I think that gives you a little bit more uh, wiggle room to to maybe feel better about that. Uh, Sawyer comes in and says, I feel like JD and Salad just don't want to admit defeat on Zach Wilson. The rest of the team is going to suffer. We need another option. Dalton, Minshew, Stidham. Matt, do you think they're they're in this place of we don't want to admit fault with the number two overall pick in Zach Wilson? Do you think there's a denial there? No, I don't necessarily think it's a denial. I don't think they have another choice right now. So I think they're buying into that choice. Uh, but I don't think they will completely ride it off the rails. We saw last year that Robert Sala was willing to make the switch to Mike White after a really, really bad performance against the New England Patriots. And right now they don't have another option on the roster. Tim Boyle is not a realistic option. Right now, no. Zach Wilson is the only realistic option. Stidham, no. Dalton, yes. Um, Jared Stidham doesn't do it for me. Elveraldo De Jesus comes in, says, never been more depressed after a Jets win. I would say this felt so similar to the Denver win last year when you knew you lost Brees and AVT for the year. Um, this one stings a little bit worse because now it's the it's second worse. time this has happened. Uh, RJ McPott comes in, says, speaking it into existence, Leonard Floyd equals Mo Lewis 2.0. Manifested, dude. I want it. Uh, Colin. Drops in the super chat says, should we look, uh, should we still look into someone like Mike Evans surround Zach with as many weapons as we possibly can? Green Bean, what do you think? Should the Jets still look into someone like Mike Evans? Um, depending on where we are in a couple of weeks, like we have till the end of October, right? Um, I think I'd be more in the tackle market potentially. Um, mm -hmm. obviously we got to go get a quarterback, but, um, Lyle I'd Collins just got cut from the Bengals. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. I I'd be bringing I'd be bringing dudes on. Um the tackle thing is alarming. Now again, it's game 1 of them playing together, but Dwayne Brown looked old and slow to me. Now, you give because he is, right? No, yeah, that I was I was not laughing at you. I was laughing because what you said was accurate. Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, again, you got to give him a second. Let's get him, let, you know, the car is zero to 60. It's not, you know, not every vehicle is, you know, 3.1 seconds. Sometimes it takes a few seconds, but they still get there, right? So let's give him a minute. But I would definitely be hedging right about now with what I saw last night, especially losing Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but it's not to say I wouldn't still be, you know, in that market. I'd be looking at it, but we have it. It's September 12th. We have till October 31st. Let's see where our needs really settle in and what's going to help Zach Wilson uh, succeed. But first thing, this week, by the end of the week, Joe Douglas needs to have a quarterback in the house. John Didn't Springs bring in says, a, Ooh, Nope, go on, Matt. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I, I was just because it was on the topic of offensive tackles that uh, he mentioned. Didn't they bring in uh, a tackle or express interest in a tackle who hasn't played since like 2020? Forgive me, I'm blanking out on who. I'm going to see if I could find it. Yeah, um, find it. Man. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, I'm it, missing some stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Someone in the chat. If someone in the chat could drop it in. it was DJ Fluker? 
Yes, thank you. That's Steven exactly Engel just dropped it in there. Yes. Good stuff. Interesting. Hopefully it's Lyle Collins. I liked him coming yeah. out of uh, LSU. I think it was LSU. Uh, yeah, I'd rather. John Springs comes in and says, if they build the offensive playbook for Zach Strengths, we have a chance. They can't give him the Rodgers playbook. Keep your head up. Yeah, I want to see some right. RPOs with Zach. I want to see him like yeah. read a linebacker, read a D end and react. Use his athleticism. Shorten the field. Make him more like... I don't want to say dumb it down, but kind of dumb it down a little bit. Let him not have to think as much. And I think Hackett's offense is going to allow that more than Mike LaFleur's offense did. Uh, Robbie comes in with a super chat. Robbie says, if he loses the glasses, Green Bay looks like, oh, Green Bean looks like Ulbrich. <laughs> Green Bean, take your glasses off. Why? Because I said so. <laughs> what, the Ulbrich thing? Yes. Dude, oh, it's just, our D coordinator. Let, Thank you so much for showing, joining the show. Clear. If there's a connection there, he looks like me. Let's just be straight. Yeah. He wishes, agree, okay? he wishes he looked like Green Bean. That's right. Stephen Riley comes in and says, Jacoby Brissett is the best option. Washington won't even compete in their division with Philly and Dallas. They should be open to moving him. That'll be interesting to see how, like, Matt, what do you think it would wind up costing to get someone like a Brissett? You think a mid-round pick will do it? Yeah, like a fourth or fifth. Didn't they trade like a sixth or a seventh for Joe Flacco in 2021? Um, yeah, I think it would be, be a little bit. It would be, a, I think, a touch higher um, than that. But I don't think you're giving it. Fourth might be high. Maybe a fit, like a fifth round pick. Which, like, do I love that Joe Douglas has shown the ability on to find some guys on day three? Of course. But, like, you're you're in a part of your rebuilding process where you're trying to be competitive the draft picks and like revamping this roster with youth has already happened like you can use some of your later picks and get a veteran when you're in a dire need like right now i think you know i'd be completely okay with moving a day three pick to bring in another quarterback if it helps you you know push towards a playoff spot which it might Andrew Yale comes in and says, so I can't remember, do we keep our first round pick now? Yes, the Jets are going to keep it because the uh, Rodgers needed to play 65% of the snap. So the Jets are going to own their first round pick. We're not going to have a second round pick in next year's draft. Nose Kills drops in with a super chat, says, two months ago, I bought tickets to fly 5,000 miles to see Rodgers beat the Pats week three in my first ever NFL game. Welp, hope Zach stabilizes. Once he gets all the first team reps, please no four interceptions again. Nose Kills, I don't know if you're the guy that reached out to me earlier about living in Chile and was flying up to see the game uh, on a, oh no, it's a different one. Cause the other guy was saying he was flying up on black Friday and I'm just like, oh man, the amount of people that were trying to see an Aaron Rodgers game. Like I, I feel bad for blew it going out to Dallas. I feel bad for those of the guys that are going out to, to Vegas, potentially, you know, you're not going to see Rodgers. Just anyone that had, that was, I mean, heck us for the Chargers game. Like that shit. Yeah. Me? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. You? Hello? Wanted yeah. to see Rodgers. <laughs> Very yeah. much blows. So nose kills. I We, we sympathize with you, brother. Uh, Citybert hops in. Citybert says, now I see why Diggs wanted out. He's playing cornerback half the time, trying to stop all of Allen's interceptions. Yeah, there's something legit brewing in Buffalo. And you can't tell me that Stefan Diggs is not feeling a certain kind of way after watching yesterday's game with three interceptions and a fumble from Josh Allen. Ooh, makes me feel good. Greenbean, any thoughts on the, uh, the comment about Diggs and Allen? Yeah, I think there's something there. Um, and Josh Allen without Dable, we've seen it. Josh Allen does some silly things. Even that play where he was 
You know, he rushed. He had a really good scramble for a nice chunk of yards. He could have ran out of bounds. He could have, and he just decides to jump in the air and get mm-hmm. pinwheeled. I mean, I don't wild. know why he does that. You know, and look, I'm a firm believer that we had a touchdown stolen from us last. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. He was well. He was well past the line of scrimmage. Well, that's right. <laughs> That's not, not the four. The, that, is, that is well. I mean, look, and we dissected the rule, and I know people are going to – it's if the ball crosses the line at any time, the line of scrimmage, that is, at any no, time. No, it's, it's it, the, the back foot. foot. No, no, his foot – It's I. It, look, we can pull up the rule. I'm pretty sure his back foot could be on the line of scrimmage, and it's fine. You're allowed to do that. It says if the ball – the rule says if the ball is over the line at any point – Mm-hmm. A forward pass cannot be completed. He was one full step over it. The idea that your foot is over the line and the ball isn't when you pass it confuses me. Unless you mm-hmm. throw it like from back here or something like that. <laughs> Just a, um, a shot. Yeah, shot put it. Right. But that's not even the one I'm talking about. I, I'm with that. I think that was complete crap. The fumble. And where where uh, McDonald ran into the oh end, yeah, and they go ah forward progress, dude. It was a lot. It was I understand forward progress. I understand that that you know the idea of protecting quarterbacks. It was quick, man. Like mm-hmm. they were real quick to decide that, and it's it's crap. We've seen it too many times. O'Leary and I talked about it yesterday at halftime. That's what we watched in the Patriots game when we sat together in 2021, same thing. Oh, we blew the whistle already. What is this? It's a play. It's live. He was just getting hit and the ball pops out and they just decide that it's not going to be a touchdown. So Josh Allen had numerous fumbles last night through numerous picks last night. Some of the, the only pick I could see, I could like justify as like, Hey, a great play by Jordan Whitehead was the third pick. The other two were like, "Where? What's he doing? You know what I mean? Like, I if that was my quarterback, I'd be going, "What are you doing?" Now I'm grateful, I love it, but something Josh Allen is kind of regressing, and I I love it, but I'm I can see it. why Diggs would be disenchanted. But I mean, Diggs was I mean he hit Diggs all night. Diggs had an uh, Diggs had a game on Sauce last night. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say that might be Sauce Gardner's worst game as a pro. Yeah, so far. Yeah, for sure. Allison drops in with a $20 super chat. Thank you, Allison. Jump in the line here. Uh, I want the Oakland Raiders quarterback and Adams to take out the Bills quarterback, or are you in Adams? Or are you in Adams for tonight to Rodgers? I am mad. This is a long sentence, my friend. I am mad. I am wanting blood. I am so mad. That's what I want Oakland <laughs> wants to do. Christ. Holy hell. Allison. <laughs> Did you write that with uh, letters that were cut out of a magazine? Good Lord. Seriously. Okay. I appreciate <laughs> it. Okay. So I, I'm going to decipher this. She wants the Oakland Raiders quarterback and Adams to take out the Bills quarterbacking. So I want to take yeah, out no, Josh I, I don't want. I, I don't want to hurt him. Are you in that? Yeah, no, no injuries, please. No injuries. No, I want to beat them fair and square. Like it felt good beating Buffalo the way we did, like, okay, oh, we're out. We don't have Von Miller. We weren't full strength. Okay, yeah, we didn't have our fucking quarterback. All right, whatever. <laughs> like, you know what? I But I want. I do want to see them healthy. I want to see them lose, but I want to see them be healthy. Uh, Greg comes in with a super chat. Greg says, Rogers passed the door test, but got food poisoning on our date and shit in the car on the way home. Oh, 
I don't know how I would have described it like that, but <laughs> that is a, a, a colorful way to do that. Aurora comes in, says, Wilson's passer rating was higher than Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. Going to Dallas game, hopefully we see a competitive game like last night. Yeah, look, there, part of me thinks like, dude, we just beat Josh Allen and the Bills on Monday night football. We don't win in primetime. That any other Jet team folds under that sort of circumstance with Aaron Rodgers going down, and we won. Why can't we beat Dallas in Dallas? I think you're right, Aurora. I think we can get it done. Gang Green 44 comes in, says, moving on to something positive. How about our defense? Quinnen, John, uh, Jermaine Johnson, Quincy 2. Quincy 2? I think that's what he's talking about. And Whitehead. Dude, our defense is legit. <laughs> like, so, so legit. And that's what's so frustrating is you have, the, you have the arguably the best running back in the game, maybe the best wide receiver in the game, maybe the best defense in the game. You have to, you owe it to the rest of your team to put out the best quarterback you possibly can. And I'm, we're hoping it's going to be Zach Wilson. It definitely is Zach Wilson for the next two weeks. There's no way any quarterback you bring in is going to be up to speed by that point. So I'm ride or die, Zach, until, you know, you know, let's say we bring in like a Carson Wentz or someone like a Brissett or something like that. I would say I'm ride or die, Zach, until the bye week, unless he totally shits the bed. Green Bean, uh, what do you think about the defense? Dude, I love our defense. And I love, dude, listen to this, okay? Jefferson had two sacks. Al Woods had one sack. Okay, mm -hmm. now Quinton didn't necessarily get a sack, but he was terrorizing. Uh, Josh Allen, the running backs, that great play where he, uh, you know, he, he broke through the line and stopped the running back behind the you know, tackle for a loss. But also caused an interception. He, absolutely. His pressure caused that interception. Um, but it's like this defense now, and even Quincy Williams looked really good last night. Uh, short tackling. Again, interesting way to say it. If I had to pick weaknesses i would say tony adams was a weakness he looked very mm. overwhelmed out there to me uh poor angles uh i believe i, I have to rewatch, um but i believe he had a missed uh, at least one missed tackle like you know going for the feet and kind of you know the guy getting past him um but he didn't look great to me and sauce so i mean i mean look Diggs is gonna make his plays Diggs is a stud right like let's make no mistake but Sauce, I mean, I, at, at one point it was, you know, four uh, four attempts, four completions for 55 yards or something like that on Sauce. So, you know, he had a rough game. But, you know, the defense as a whole is unbelievable, man. I mean, our this is potentially one of the best defenses we've ever had. I mean, honest to God, it is. And the depth and just kind of like the I, – I heard the announcer. I don't listen during the live stream so much, but I, I turned mm -hmm. it up for a minute, and the, the announcer was talking about the Jets' defense comes at you in waves. I, I, I like that. Like, I like how that sounds. Like, we just bring these waves of fresh bodies at you, particularly on the defensive line. And I think, dude, we see the impact of that. You know, the Bryce Huffs, the – you know, Michael Clemens with that just – I mean, dude, he lumped Josh Allen up for that fumble that we ended up, um, you know, uh, at, as a turnover for us later in the game. That was a huge play. And uh, I don't know. I think our defense is, is, is good enough to keep us in games. We saw it last year. We just got to not see them coming out every three plays. You know, that's what we got, or four plays with the punt. We got to see that. We have to stop that from happening. Even if the offense can't score, if they can get three first downs and give the defense a blow – 
and they're not out there all day, that would be enough for the defense to keep us in the game and make it a, you know winnable for the offense to just have that moment where they score, just like last night. How about them? Jets comes in and says, can you explain the draft pick situation now? Yes, Jets don't give up the first round pick. They give up the second round pick for the Packers, so the Jets are going to keep their first round pick for this uh, this year. MC Lean comes in and says, should we bench Tomlinson for Tittman? Seriously, I think it's got to be considered at some point, and it might be closer to the trade, like uh, not the trade deadline, but closer to the bye week. I think they're going to give him some time to, to kind of work out the bugs. It's the first time you've had Dwayne Brown next to him. You know, let's figure it all out. First time in a new system. But I, I do think it's probably in the cards. Uh, Knobcraft says, why, God, did they walk Vinny out for the coin flip? Do them Johnson boys I just know. live to tempt fate? Dude, as soon as I saw Vinny out there, I was like, this doesn't make me feel good. And like right. fucking five minutes later, popped Achilles. Yeah, dude. I mean, they got to be aware. That's the thing. Sometimes these guys don't like these high ups. They, they, they're not in touch with the pain and the curse. Mm -hmm. I know they get it on some level, but they don't get it on that intrinsic level that we understand it. Like mm -hmm. you don't bring that juju onto the field, man. You don't do that to us. Like the, you know, like a, the, the Super Bowl year, you bring out the guy who pops his Achilles. Woo like you don't uh -huh. do that, man. You got to pay attention to that shit. You know, oh, it's not real. It is real. Stop. You know, you should be, should I don't even understand why Vinny was out there. Like what was so special that Vinny had to be out there for that coin flip? Like you could have picked anyone in our history's like history and he chose Dude. Vinny. Makes why? No sense. <laughs> Vinny, you know, Vinny. So he looked over at whoever he was with and went, I Fuck. shouldn't have been here. <laughs> not good. Did you hear the Braylon Edwards thing where I guess, uh, one of them like owed money at a drink at a bar and he was talking to Braylon and is like, yeah, it's, it's the Achilles. They know it. They said that like last night, I guess they were, uh, I think it was Braylon that had to pay a bar tab and they had to go up to him and be like, yo, Braylon, you still owe like 1925. <laughs> I'll have to go. I don't get messages. it. I don't so understand. Braylon and Vinny were at a bar either at the, at I guess I'm assuming it was probably at, at MetLife or it was somewhere like, afterwards and they're like and i guess Vinny said to braylon oh yeah they know it's the achilles like that's definitely what it is and then someone came up to it was either Vinny or braylon said hey you still owe money for your drink at the bar <laughs> it was like 19 bucks or something stupid like that someone sent me the oh, message about funny. it i'll have to look i didn't verify it but it made me laugh uh nose kills comes and says our d is so good we'd probably be able to win even with josh allen as our quarterback Ooh, slinging darts i like that uh yeah. blitz crew comes in with a super chat milk thumbs people get people uh, get people are down me too the season's not over we won over the bills jets fans endure we need our day one two picks now more than ever no rental players yeah i don't want to give up a first for like a rental that would that would no. kill me no um no, 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 no. well ryan why don't you give a little milk thumbs graphic for everybody oh we can do the milk thumbs i, I you know i was a little under <laughs> the uh not having as much fun but uh, yeah. we got we got 900 people in here. Let's, yeah. Mm, mm. No thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I showed one of my coworkers this the other day because I brought my laptop to work, and I was like, "Oh, check out this like st stupid graphic that <laughs> I put together." And now they're like, "Oh, hey Ryan, you got the milk thumbs thing up?" I was like, oh, "God, I'm not gonna live, <laughs> like, not gonna get rid of this milk thumbs moniker now." Um, no, it's good. But love it though. It's good. Matt, I know. How are you you're, feeling if you're about outside our... of this world? You're not going to get it, though. Sorry. No, 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 no idea. Yeah. Matt, uh, 
are you okay with giving up any day one or day two picks for any kind of rental player? Like, is there a player out there that you would feel comfortable giving up a one, two, or th- I mean, we don't have a two, but a one or a three pick? <sighs> probably not. No, I would say probably not with the state of this team right now. I would think that um, you wait. And maybe that changes at the deadline, but like mm-hmm. I, just based on what we saw right now and the little information we have, I would say no. Yeah, I would say Mike Evans for a third at the deadline. If we're in it and it looks like it's going to be good, then I'd be okay with making that kind of move. That's probably the only player because um, I don't know how much you're actually going to get an offensive lineman in season. Uh, Yo, it's Vin says, boys, we need to vote Gibson for Pepsi belt. That's right. He's up for rookie of the week. Uh so you absolutely got to vote for him. I voted for him twice. <laughs> oh, I don't have yeah. it in me. I, to I, vote I don't know for... if that makes me a bad fan, but I don't have it. In. I don't have, uh, I, I don't have the energy to do it. I just, yes, you you do. Vote for Gibson, dude, no. dude, he got the kick return. No, I can't. I'm just reliving 2021 and 2022 again right now with, uh, we're going to do, do uh, everyone's going to vote for the Pepsi rookie of the week. And we're yes. going to have bad offense and great defense. I'm going through it in my stage of grief right now. I don't have it in me to vote for him. Maybe that'll. I'm change done with it. this. Sorry, Matt. You're gone. <laughs> Gator needs yeah! his guy. <laughs> Comes in and says, "If Foles could win a Super Bowl with that team, there's no reason a league average quarterback can't win with this team." Yeah, that's kind of how I look at it, right? Like this team's so good. We've been saying if we had average quarterback quarterback play from Rodgers, we'd win a lot of games. So we weren't even asking for like top five level Rodgers play. We're we're looking for like. 14 to 20 level quarterback play like as a baseline green bean do you agree yeah. like that average level play is good enough i do well let me just say this matt you gotta grieve right don't grieve your own way grieve our way <laughs> vote for gibson <laughs> jerk uh yeah but i but i agree i think gator needs his gat is is 100 correct man i mean like we don't with this team, this defense, the offensive weapons, we just need somebody that can be calm and get the ball into Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, Michael Carter, Lazard, Conklin, obviously Garrett Wilson's hands, and let them do what they do. We just need to mitigate the mistakes. If we get that, we're good. Uh, window with a view, sports talk. Uh, thank you so much for the super chat. I don't see a comment associated with it, but thank you all the same. Douglas comes in. Douglas says, of all the honorary captains, why did they pick Vinny? Yeah, we're still wondering the same thing. New York Jeff comes in, says, DJ Reed said we can be the 85 Bears. He's right. We need our McMahon at quarterback. Brissett makes the most sense. Don't destroy the future. Trust Joe Douglas. I do like Brissett. I think the the level of um, adversity that he's had to face in his career is a good trait to have in our locker room right now, whether it be as a backup or as just a stable veteran that can come in and be a calming presence until you settle down, Zach Wilson, you know, give him a, a game or so, or, you know, whatever you need to do for him. Um, so I agree. We were talking about Brissett earlier. Uh, Boogie Down Brox comes in, says, what's up, fellas? If the last guy in the draft can play Brock Purdy, then Zach Wilson needs to step the fuck up. Let's go Jets, training wheels <laughs> off see where it all goes dude i completely agree and i love that mindset absolutely love that mindset oh man look at this allison dropping in a mondo super chat oh (laughs) huge allison thank you so much ah can i do like uh where's where's my where's my applause 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you. Holy smokes. Incredibly generous. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Allison says, I would pay someone to take out that quarterback for a year player that I'm sorry. I'm just mad because of our quarterback. I want us to be out for blood. That's why I said that about the Oakland Raiders. And Adam, do you know Sagan just to correct myself in the first one? <laughs> you got to use punctuation. I love you. Allison but this is very Allen. hard to read. Um, I would I would pay someone to take out a quarterback for a year. Player that I'm sorry, I'm just mad. Oh, yeah. So he, just, he basically, he'd pay someone to, yeah, this is a bounty gate. Go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to see a player get taken out for the year. I want, I would like to see a player get taken out because our defense made them look so fucking bad that we had, that they had no other choice. They're like, Hey, we got to take out, you know, uh, Dak Prescott. We got to see, uh, Cooper rush because the jets defense is pinning their ears back against Dak. He's got four interceptions. Let's not even keep him out there. That's how I want to see it done. I don't want to see any like injuries or anything like that, but beat the snot out of them. I like that. We're out for blood. Matt, how do you want to see, like, if there's a, I don't even know how to, like, necessarily word this one, but. It's hard. I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm fine with taking players out as long as I don't like the injury side of things. I don't want, this sport's no. already dangerous enough. I don't think it's, you shouldn't have cheap shots in there as well. Too much money on the line. Yeah, and like, I don't know, when I was watching the games on Sunday and we saw like J.K. Dobbins go down with yet another season-ending injury for him, like, shit, like, I feel really bad for that guy. Like, I, I know he's not on my team, but I, I would rather, like you said, if the Jets' defense is knocking someone out of the game, not because of an injury, but because they picked him off three times in the first half, like, to me, that is much more uh, appealing than you know, Michael Clemens breaking someone in half. I'm just using him as the example, but insert player here on the jets, you know, injuring, injuring a guy. Creepy. What do you think about like uh, the idea of taking out a player? Yeah, you can't do that. Allison. We saw that with Tanya Harding. You can't oh, do it. Awful. You just can't take That's anybody out. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of, seeing the nfl's best players play the nfl's best players like that's what i want to see mm -hmm. i want i mean optimally i you know my preferred method of winning would be to beat the best right you want to just have the best team now i'll take any don't get me wrong don't get it twisted i'll take anything i don't give a shit how you win the game but you know the idea of taking someone out i understand the sentiment i do i and like you know like um even if for the game, like like when you see, like let's say, you know, Quincy Williams just runs up and lays out their best player in a, in a legal tackle. Like I'm a big fan of that. Within the field of play, you know, not dirty, just, dude, I just broke your ribs. It's just the way it goes. Mm -hmm. Suck it up. Get off the field and, and go call your mom. You know, those kind of, like I like that. I come from that. That's the way football is. That's the way football was for me. It's like, you know, I understand the softening and, and the protections and all that shit. But I like the violence of football. That said, I don't really want to see guys get hurt unless they're just not silly on the field. Mm -hmm. That I like. Um, but, uh, like, look, we saw it last night. Like, we saw Aaron Rodgers went down for the year and the feelings that we're feeling, well, you know, you know, however we it manifests for us, anger, sadness, uh, you know, um, whatever, it's all negative. 
right? We can't even enjoy an incredible victory against a division rival on Monday night football in front of the world. We can't even enjoy that because of this. I don't want to perpetuate that stuff. I don't want, I don't want, I don't like to put that out in the universe. Again, you want to be sad because we beat the shit out of you. Hey, that is what it is. It's part of the game. Injuries. I'm not a big fan of injuries. Um, they happen and I understand that, but I certainly wouldn't want to encourage it. That said, I'm a big fan of lumping people up and bloody, you know, bloodying up their faces. Sawyer drops in with the super chat. Sawyer says, Michael Carter just posted on his Instagram. We got each other. Glad to see the team's not giving up nice. yet. This defense will be our anchor. Yeah, I really think that the, the Jets are going to pull behind Zach. And Greenbean mentioned it earlier about Garrett Wilson going up to Zach Wilson and just being, hey, let's go. Let's got let's get this. I love the story about Zach Wilson saying, oh, yeah, Hackett called a run play. And uh, I saw Garrett had one-on-one, and Garrett was in my ear a little bit earlier. He's just like, get me the ball. I'll, I'll do it. He's like, I knew he had it. So he's like, I just put the ball up. That dude can make a catch. Love it. Dude, I like he's growing up before our eyes. Hopefully he doesn't do it like too crazy, like off the hook. But if he's gonna go to Garrett, I support it because more often than not, Garrett's gonna come down with that ball. Gator needs his gat. Says two top 10 running backs, three stud blocking tight ends, a physical O-line. Guess what? Our identity has built itself. Don't need to be air raid to win. Yeah, it was fascinating to watch all the different, uh, I shouldn't say all the different, but like the last half, like the, the second half of the game, the packages that came out, one wide receiver and just a ton of linemen, like, we're going to run it. This is exactly what this formation is. Try to stop it. That felt good. Matt, your thoughts on the way the Jets handled the offensive line and, like, the heavy package? Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of that. I was surprised with uh, the lack of Nick Bauden. I figured we would see a lot more of Nick mm -hmm. Bauden. Um, and there are a few situations that were running downs that he wasn't in there for. Greenbee, what about you? What did you think about the uh, the way the offensive line kind of handled itself with the big packages? Well, we ended up being one of the best uh, blocking, you know, running teams in the league last uh, this week. So that's good. You know, um, we were, I think it was 23rd uh, passing. So, I mean, we have work to do. But again, like, look, you can't, I know it sounds like excuses, right? I'm aware of that. But the truth is this offensive line has never played a snap before last night together, right? Now, four of them have, so there's that. But then you got Becton on the right side. He's never started at right tackle before in his career. And he's going against Rousseau, who, by the way, is a badass. I don't know if you guys yep. are aware of that. Um, he's a freaking good football player. Truth is, I wanted him in the draft, especially when he started sliding and all that shit. I was like... When Buffalo got him, I was like, I just can't believe, you know, the rich get richer. And um, I didn't like it. So, you know, your first ever game against Rousseau is a, is a, is a, it's a big ask. And he did it. He did well. You know, he had it, you know, he, it wasn't great, but he did say, you know, he, I think he did. Okay. I think he had, he was good enough for the first game, but our hope is that they gel. Right. And, uh, if they do, like like Gator needs his guy is talking about, you know, two top ten running backs, three stud blocking tight end. Like we can we can really bring that physical aspect. I didn't like they used the fullback last night a couple of times. It didn't really do anything for me. Um, I don't love it. I think it's a waste of a roster spot. I'd like to just cut them and bring on Lyle Collins and you know have extra tackles and shit like that floating around. Um, but that is what it is. Again, the game one, I can't 
give somebody a pass and then, you know, hammer somebody else. But uh, I don't know. I think uh, the the physical aspect of our, our game, we don't need to be an air raid offense. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a full believer in that. Alan says, can we use a jugs machine as a quarterback? Yeah, that'd be kind of nice, right? I uh, can't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Jesse P says, uh, could the solution to the offensive line and help Zach Wilson be as easy as replacing Dwayne Brown so that Wilson isn't running 30 yards backwards on passing plays? There was a thought for me last night. I was like, man, I wonder if Rodgers was kind of hoping Billy Turner was his left tackle. And Matt, I don't know if you, did you think about that at all? Or were you just kind of like, oh, Dwayne Brown is clearly like the best option at left tackle. That Billy Turner would have been better than Dwayne Brown. Well, maybe Rodgers would have preferred someone like Turner that he knows as opposed to Dwayne Brown, who he's never played behind. I don't, I don't think so. And I don't think it was Dwayne Brown's fault on the injury, by the way. It I agree too. I called that they both Becton and Brown did the, what do you, whatever yeah, you want block. to call it. I don't know if chop block or, yeah. Um, chop. Chip. Chip. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So it was a three-step drop and the ball was supposed to be out like, way before and Garrett Wilson was open underneath. I don't know mm -hmm. if that's where his first read was, but um, the ball was supposed to be out. He was never supposed to be holding the ball at that time. So I, I get it. Like the image of uh, Brown on the ground and Roger standing there about to get hit and then injured looks bad on that screen grab. But um, I think, you know, with the, with, when you take into account what the play call was and how it finished, um, I, I don't, I don't put that one on Brown, but not saying he was great last night. I don't think he was, but um, yeah, that left side of the line is, it needs to get better. Blitzcrew comes in and says, Zach probably forgot his headband thinking he won't play yesterday. Oh man, maybe that was the reason why he didn't have any uh, like real big, I mean, he had some, had some big plays, but maybe he didn't do better because he didn't have the headband on. David D drops in and says, can you blame the turf for the injury? Love the channel. Thank you, David. Uh, Greenbean, what do you think? You think the turf was uh, an issue last night with the injury? I I think it could be. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, you know, Bakhtiari seems to think it is. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I think football should be on grass. I think we got to cut this shit out already. You know, Denver's figured it out. Denver has mm -hmm. one of the best fields in the league, and they're in a, an extremely cold environment, and they figured it out, man. So I, why can't everybody just go, hey, what are you doing over there? Mm -hmm. And do it here. Um, I think football on grass is the safest way. Was it the turf? I don't know. But it, there seems to be a lot of injuries on turf. It, I mean, the, the data's out. So it felt, like the, it felt like the huh. foot couldn't slide when he was getting hit. Like when you watch that replay, it just kind of stuck and didn't go anywhere. And I don't know if maybe that would have been the same on grass. We did see this past weekend, J.K. Dobbins and Jack Conklin both get knocked out and they were playing on grass. So it's not necessarily the right. main reason why it happened. Like, I think the way the tackle happened, I think the 39-year-old quarterback, there was a lot of things that contributed to it. And I think the turf was probably number three or four down on that list. But there's a, a lot of players feel like that. And if there's even like a, a superstition amongst a lot of players, you're paying, you know, $500 million a year uh, or whatever it is, uh, or again, well, the salary cap's 200 whatever million dollars a year. So whatever the math is for our 32 teams. If the guys want grass fields, fucking get grass fields. Get rid of this turf. Don't need it. Mike Cohen comes in, says, Colt McCoy or Taylor Heineke? Um, oh, man. I don't don't particularly want either one. I guess I would go Colt McCoy. Matt, which one do you want? 
Um, I'm okay. Like they're not my preferred options. They're both they both fall in the safe category. But um, Colt McCoy is for free. You wouldn't have to trade for him. Taylor Heineke, you would have to trade for. He's with Atlanta, I believe. I don't know if they would trade him. Do they trust yeah. Desmond Ritter? No, they're not know. trading Heineke. Uh, they're not. There's no way. Just like to- Andy Dalton. Like Andy Dalton's in Carolina, and I like that option, but they want him to sit behind their rookie quarterback. Like, I don't look at that mm-hmm. as a realistic option for that reason. Blazing MMA comes in, says, how do the Jets slow down Dallas's pass rush now that Zach is quarterback again and they send pressure more often uh, and dare him to beat them with his arm? Will you run the ball and you throw screen passes? Because at least Zach looked like he was capable of throwing screen passes and throwing out into the flat yesterday neutralize that pass rush because Micah Parsons is filthy. I do not want him teeing off on Zach Wilson. Green Bean, your thoughts? I agree. 100%, man. That's the way to do it. And that's like why I was slight. I was a little aggravated last night, you know, with some of that. I thought we should have been... Later in the game, we started to see it, so I was okay. But that first half, I thought we were trying to do things that just played into the Buffalo's strengths. And I think if they're going to be a hair on fire pass rush and they're able to get past your, your line to somebody, dude, you run right at the pass rush. That's what you do. That's how you stop it. It's an, you know, um, and I think a guy that's effect as effective as Micah Parsons, you got to set him up to lump him up, man. That's, that's how you got to do it. Let him do his thing. And you send an ABT out there to knock his frigging head off, um, you know, in front of the running back, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can neutralize. He's a, he's one of the best, man. So I think he's going to make his plays. Get ready to hear Micah Parsons' name a lot. Sad to say. Piddledypoo comes in and says, there's no point in lamenting what happened. Move forward, run the damn ball, sign guard Dalton Reisner. You need attitude and meanness on the offensive line. Run the ball. Yeah, I think the Jets are going to try and really set up that identity. They're already going to be a heavy run team, even with Rodgers at the helm. But I think they know, like, hey, let's take this out of Zach's hands. Let's do what we did last year. It was working at that point in time. Let's run the ball down their throats. I completely agree with you, Piddle Uh It's hard to, like, stay serious and say Piddle Poo <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Uh, Hexen, thank you for the super chat, says, I wonder if Sauce had a bad game because of what happened to Rodgers as they seemed pretty close. I think there were – I think the – Overall, the players handled the adversity really well. Um, could Sauce have been a little thrown off his game? Could a few other players have been a little thrown off their game? I think so. I think it's entirely possible. I mean, you built up an entire offseason for the last six months that the Jets are going to be a serious contender because of Aaron Rodgers, and it was taken from you immediately. So I definitely think uh, it's possible. I don't know if it's the reason. Diggs is a really good wide receiver, and I think you got to give him his uh, his credit. Rafe comes in. Thank you for the $2 super chat. Joe M hops in says, how about that field goal at the end of regulation? That shit only happens to the jets. Dude, we're sitting there. I was uh, like, it's going to go wide left. No way. Oh, doink. Oh, it's not going in. Oh, it goes in. And like, Oh, we're, we're about to lose it in overtime. This is what's going to happen. Yeah, we sit here totally. this entire day. We lose our fucking quarterback. And we're going to lose it in overtime. That's how I was feeling. Matt. I was on the, yeah, I was on the floor. I, um, I jumped out of my seat, uh, when it doinked, I said he missed it. And then I saw it go in and the rest put their hands up and I legitimately fell to the floor. Um, just down I was on just, your knees. That just, was it. That was, yeah, no, like on my, like I slid, like I went like <laughs> all the way down onto the floor. <laughs> it was it terrible. It worked out nicely, right? It all worked out. In the end. 
Uh, Rafe followed up his $2 super chat with another $2 super chat. Thank you. He says Cam Newton. He's only 34 showed return interest. I don't have oh. any interest in Cam Newton. I don't, he looked cooked when he was on new England like mm-hmm. three years ago. Uh, he's not someone I would bring in. I don't think I would, I would realistically want him green bean. Anything on Cam Newton for you? Uh, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I think he's the, the drama and stuff that he brings. Shut up. <laughs> I oh, <disagree> no. <laughs> Gator McCluskey comes in. What's up, Gator? He goes, show off you your number eight idea. jersey with pride. He changed the culture here. He gave us hope. We need his leadership to be elite. Nobody hurts more than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I completely agree. I feel bad for Aaron. He worked so hard. He put everything into this team. He gave money back. He did everything the right way. He embraced the city, embraced his fan base, embraced this team. I have no issues with Aaron Rodgers whatsoever. I saw a dude at Dairy Queen today. He was wearing his Chad Pennington jersey. I was wearing my uh, my Jet shirt underneath, and I pull up, and I go, that's a diehard fan right there. And we just commiserated for a solid 5, 10 minutes. Didn't know the guy at all, but just like, wear your Jet shit with pride because we are a good team. And until they knock us out of the playoffs, this is a good team. Knifey Spoonie comes in, says, we won seven games last year and blew another four or five that could have easily gone our way. We're a better team this year. No reason we can't make the playoffs. Yeah, talk about it. We, we lost. Braxton Berrios drops a touchdown uh, against the Vikings. You lose the, the heartbreaker against the Patriots. Uh, the list goes on and on. And even if you just have, you know, let's say Zach Wilson took one step forward and, you know, he's he's at some level marginally better and you just have ABT and Brees for the entire year, plus you got Dalvin Cook, yeah, we can definitely win some of those close games that we missed last time. Ablab comes in, says, Dak is an interception machine, and Dallas's kryptonite is the run. Big upset next week. 25 to 14, gang. Green Bean, what are you thinking about Ablab's prediction here? I'm with it, dude. I'll tell you what, if this look. The three interceptions, I, I wouldn't necessarily expect that every game, but I'm with him. I think Dak is an overrated name in the NFL, okay? It's not that he doesn't have talent, but I think he's overrated. And I think, just like Ablab said, he is prone to the mistake, and uh, I think we could take advantage of that. I would love to see a couple of interceptions. And right, and just a safe game plan where we're able to just four yards a a carry four yards of play wins the game. I can't say it enough. Four yards of play. You don't need to overcomplicate it. It keeps your offense on the field for long stretches of time, and you get in the end zone every time with four yards of play. That's all you need to do. If we can pull something like that together, utilizing Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, Michael Carter II, I think we got something. And um, I would I would absolutely be delighted if that was our game plan. Flight right says Vinny was the quarterback when 9-11 happened. Oh, so that's why they had him out for the coin flip. That did not occur to me. Oh, I saw oh. a horrible meme that I did think was darkly funny, uh, but like sad at the same time. It was the the picture of George Bush in the classroom and with like a guy whispering to him and it said, Aaron Rodgers has just gone down. And I was like, that's that's Ugh. brutal. That's a that's not a great meme, but like I know. I get it. I get it. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's low. That's, that's, you know, that's low hanging fruit. Yeah. Yep. You don't grab that one. It's rotten. Small <laughs> health jet petroleum says you guys hear the story about the Packers bar. Yeah. They're uh, every time the jets lose, 
they get a uh, a free round of drinks or you, you like with your entree, I think they pay for the drinks. I think that's what it is. Uh, I'm glad a bunch of those bastards had to pay for their drinks yesterday. Screw them. Uh, RJ McPot comes in and well, says, is say it something? Oh, yeah, go for isn't it. That, but isn't that a compliment? No business is going to put something out there that they expect to lose money on. Mm-hmm. What they're really saying. What they're really saying is that they don't expect the Jets to lose very much. That's what I. Yo, you think that bar is freaking the fuck out now with Zach Wilson at quarterback? Oh yeah. Well, it only change our policies. There was was fine print. It said Aaron Rodgers has to start the game, so oh, uh, it's not going to be that. That went out the window real quick. So, how many people do you think saw that fine print yesterday and was like, "Ooh, we're going to hop in." Rodgers out. Let's go get some bar. Let's let's get the stuff right now. Buffalo's going to beat him. We get free drinks. Screw him. Screw him. RJ McPot comes in. He says, is it fair to put Salah and Douglas still on the hot seat? I would not. I do want to see some consistent winning, but I don't know how you can hold both these guys accountable. Like, does Salah have a five-year contract or a four-year contract with us? Is he going into the last year of his deal? Does any, do either of you guys know? Well, he only had three years. No, he's got two more. This one in next year is under contract. Okay, so he's in his so he's going into his last year after this season. So it would be a lame duck year. So you'd, you'd want to extend him at least the one year, so he's not getting the lame duck year. I do think Douglas gets an extension. I think he has earned enough to do that. Um, I don't want to see anyone go anywhere at this point in time. And maybe if the season goes completely bananas and the locker room's lost and and everything goes sideways, then maybe you, you talk about it. But I don't think uh, I don't think I want to see anyone go. Uh, nope. Jets up. Says, I swear the NFL is scripted. Why was Vinny there? Bro, read the room. No fan base is better equipped for this. A weaker base would be ho- hospitalized. Yeah, our, we got some tough, gritty fans. We've put up with far more than we've needed to. I want to see some of this bad luck happen to other teams, not us. Randy comes in and says, Sauce played horribly. So many arm tackles. Yeah, not his best game. Not his no. best game at all. NYC Superfan comes in and says, I'm excited. Or no, sorry. I'm I experienced every emotion known to man watching that game. With that said, should we start eating our W fingers and make Jameis Winston our quarterback? Uh, I, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge fan of Jameis Winston. And if we're going to turn the ball over at a high clip, like he may end up doing, I'd rather it be Zach Wilson doing it than Jameis Winston. Um, What's a W finger? It's a, he did this and he's like, oh, nom, 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 nom. I eat the fingers and like, it was a really weird video from him in Tampa. It was uncomfortable. And I guess he just, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't eat W's. Yeah, I don't want, want that around here. That alone. Nah, I don't want What's it. the W? No, I, off my list. That is, uh, I can't root for that guy. <laughs> Done. Matt, what do you think about Jameis? You bring him in? Uh, scares the shit out of me. Well, his last year in Tampa, wasn't it 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions? That's insane. Yeah. That's an insane stat line. Yeah, like I, I can't. Yeah, I can't wrap my head around that. Um, the only place he's ever been where he didn't turn the ball over was when Sean Payton was his OC for seven games with the New Orleans Saints in 2021. I, I no, I, I think it's that's it. Moose City comes in says, yeah. "I think we roll with Zach. I didn't know he hadn't played with the ones in two weeks. I do think uh, we get a vet though. I agree. Brissett is the guy I'd grab. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think if you have." Zach come in just on the first drive. The dude didn't practice with the ones probably for the last two weeks. I'm sure it was Aaron Rodgers trying to get ready for Buffalo. So having yeah. that 
this week of practice leading up to, to Dallas, I do expect Zach to play better. And I hope we see like a marginally better Zach. It's just a tough defense to go up against this week. Uh, Craig drops in with the $10 super chat. Thank you so much, Craig. Uh, I'm also going to throw this one up there because you threw a $2 super chat. Hold on, I'll find it. I think you got one in here. There it is. All right. Thank you so much for the super chat, Craig. He says, I sent a couple of super chats wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> Aaron, Sorry, Craig. If Aaron uh, says he'll stick around and help Zach, there isn't a quarterback available with his talent and arm and legs. I completely agree. This has been my argument with Zach Wilson while Rodgers was our quarterback. Like, I'd rather hold on to Zach because even when Rodgers eventually retires, whatever position we're going to be in because of how good Aaron Rodgers is or how good the rest of our team is, we're going to win too many games to be in position to draft a quarterback as talented as Zach Wilson. So to have him in our back pocket right now as our quarterback, I completely agree with Craig here. I think you're not going to find a more talented quarterback than Zach. You just have to kind of work out all the bugs. Green Bean, your thoughts on Zach Wilson and his talent level compared to other guys you might be able to draft. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very well said. I think what we're really talking about is insurance, right? Like we want the right insurance because there is nobody available right now with Zach's upside, period. I think that's perfectly said, Craig. And it's funny because I document all the super chats and I've been noticing that. I'm like, what? I actually thought to myself, what the hell's Craig doing? Uh, I wrote you down a few times. <laughs> I did. I saw that. I'm like, what's what's I wonder if he's just doing that or if he's fucking it up. Uh, so I'm glad you got your comment in there, buddy. But um, yeah, I think that's very well said. But again, we also know that Zach can completely just sink into himself and just steals all the potential from the team. We saw Chris Streveler come in and give the offense a boost last year. So that's not So we know that's present as well. So right now it's all about number one, the right fit, right? You want somebody that can be in a supportive capacity to Zach Wilson, help him. Uh, but if he needs to come in, is going to be able to play, which is why I know they just elevated Tim Boyle. But dude, I you know, all right, you got to do that. It's fine. You know what I mean? I understand, but we need to get somebody in here. So you need that insurance, number one, because what have what if Zach Wilson goes down? You know, you want to go to Tim Boyle? I mean, is that what we're doing? So I think that's more of what we're looking for. It's not to replace Zach. Salah said in no uncertain terms, this is Zach's team, okay? Uh, he's the guy. It's not a competition. We're not doing that. But they're reaching out to quarterbacks, and I think rightfully so. You need somebody in here. Tim Boyle, in my opinion, would be a fool's move if that's yes. the guy you have behind Zach. You need to bring somebody in here. There are guys available. Carson Wentz is available. The uh, Hundley's available. Like, guys that have played in the NFL are available. Get them in here. Whatever the best fit is from their uh, perspective, and if they can use a fifth or sixth on a quarterback that's already rostered, get him in here um, and see, you know, uh, you know, go. But you need that insurance, in my opinion. MC Lean comes in and says, you guys notice a difference between running to the left versus running to the right. Yeah. Not not really, because I, I was at the stadium, so I didn't really get a great glimpse of it. I know there was one long run to Brees on the left-hand side that he kind of bounced outside on the first play, and then I'm pretty sure it was on the right-hand side where he ripped off the 83-yard run, unless that was just inside that he just took off. But I would run between AVT and Becton all damn day. You got those guys in the first round yeah. for a reason. Yep. Let them road grade. Matt, you agree? Yeah, hard, hard agree there. Um, and there was that run, the 80 plus yard run was to the right side. And I wanted to call out Jeremy Ruckert had a really nice block on that run 
that sprung yep. him. So I think that's worth mentioning. Sprung him on the, was it the, the 20 yard run? I, oh, I saw 80. another, Ruckert had more than one block. That was <laughs> really good. It was good. multiple. He, it was impressive. It could have been multiple. Speaking of which, I got to see Jeremy Ruckert's dad and Max Mitchell's dad yesterday in the parking lot. Oh, very cool. Yeah, Max Mitchell's dad watches us. He's like, oh, I watch you guys. I was like, oh. No oh, way. I'm sorry. Then I have to apologize because I have said <laughs> I have said some really, uh, Mr. Mitchell. I I just want you to know it's not personal, dude. You could tell Mitchell, uh, Mr. Mitchell, and Mr. Ruckert, like where their sons get the height. They are enormous, and like I I, yeah. I know Bill's like got a, a big handshake, but like Mr. Mitchell, he's got like a bear paw, <laughs> like wrapped my whole hand around. I was like, holy smokes, this guy's crazy big. Um, but yes, I, I would love to see some more running to the right behind our big guys. Uh, Sky C comes in and says, love witnessing Clemens nasty, vicious hits. Yeah. And Clemens was the one that knocked that ball loose on, uh, on Josh Allen Greenbean. How you feeling oh, yeah. about Mr. Clemens? Oh, I loved it. And what's up Sky C. I feel like I haven't seen you in a minute, so it's good to see you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was one of my faves cause like, it's just the way he, you know, damn well that the way he hits, it's harder. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they're all big men. They're all hitting hard. But Clemens has something there that it's just, it's violence. You know what I mean? And uh, you saw it, man. Like, there was like an impact shock. You know what I mean? Like, it's, Josh Allen's body, like, does something. And I thought it was gorgeous. Stunningly gorgeous, Sky C. Clemens and Quincy Williams, I Green Bean said it, violence. They play with a violent nature and it's like every hit they're like i'm gonna knock you on your ass <laughs> and it's yeah. like it's fun to watch it's a, it's a really cool way to play football uh ap comes in says drove from montreal to see rogers not even complete a pass as a jet and alan sucks i agree alan does suck it's horrible you know they should get rid of him they should trade him. get him out of hope he get him out of here. To suck. send him to the nfc I hope he continues to suck, dude. I hope Buffalo swirls down the toilet. I hope it takes a real long swirl, nice and slow and painful. You're wondering if it's going to go down, and he just, yeah! That's what I want for Buffalo. I hate him. I want nothing more than Stefan Diggs to just blow up that locker room. Oh, and like, yeah. okay, we got to send him back in. <laughs> and like, like, I'll just sit here with my popcorn and just, Woo! ooh, milk thumbs. It's going to be great. Ooh. Ooh, no thumbs. <laughs> Blitz crew comes in, says, if not 500 by the bye week, Titman and Carter Warren need time in there to see what we have. Hit that like button. I would say Titman, I would like to see by the bye week. So week seven. Yeah. And if Lakin is not playing well, I'd like to see Titman at guard. If McGovern's not playing great, because he had a few plays that I was not super thrilled with, I would like to see Titman at center. And I think now that Zach Wilson is the quarterback, you're more likely to see that change happen because you're not dealing with Rodgers who wants maybe a veteran center under uh, in front of him. Uh, Greenbean, what do you think? Uh, Titman and Carter Warren need some playing time if we're 500 at the bye week? Well, I'm with you. Titman's going to be first. Carter Warren's on IR. So mm -hmm. that's going to be tough, Blitz Crew. Now, if by the end of the season, he's the, you know, he's the guy and, you know, they feel real good and he just kind of you know, folds into the mix. I would love it. you know, but I, th I honestly think Carter Warren's a 2024 fella. If anything, mm -hmm. he'll be given an opportunity because we know Dwayne Brown isn't going to be here. I believe they'll bring in another tackle um, to at least compete. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see us with a first round tackle this year. And by the way, using 
the silver lining of this whole thing, our recommissioned first round pick that is now ours. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, uh, Tipman, I think will be in the lineup before the end of the season, one way or the other. I, if Lakin doesn't shape up, that's where it's going to be. And, uh, I would like, if Lakin is a sieve and he like by week three, four, dude, that's it. Pull him, mm-hmm. you know, and stick Pittman, uh, Tipman in there because which I call him Pittman at least 50% of the time that I, hopefully that changes. I don't know why. It's like a dyslexic thing. You're swapping the P's and the T's yeah. and I get it. <laughs> Uh, and Pittman's on my fantasy team, so I'm like re-engaging the issue. You know what I mean? Every every day. So uh, yeah, but I think uh, Carter Warren's going to be uh, take a little while longer. Blitz crew. Gilbert comes in, sends a sweaty, anxious face in a super sticker. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Bearded Vtier comes in, says if there's a chance the turf just costs thirty-seven point five million, how much would new sod cost each game? Well, you wouldn't have to put in new sod each game. I don't think um i guess you would probably just have a nursery for grass and you'd probably just replace anything that that like needed to be uh replaced at that point i like i like grass i mean i get why people like the turf i get why the nfl like the turf which by the way i don't know if you guys could see it on the broadcast but the field looked like garbage as far as the paint goes oh what's with the hash marks going through the center logo dude what is that oh i wasn't even thinking that dude tigo pointed out to me he's like the game hasn't even started, and there's footprints all over the white parts of this. Like, it looked horrible. Why the hell would you do the giant game the night before and then have to paint the field the next day? Like, it looked awful from, like, a like a, a presentation yeah. perspective. Yeah. I just don't like it. We saw it in the preseason, too. Like, why? I mean, maybe it's they, they I don't know, maybe it's required or so. I don't But everybody else's front center logo, Dallas Cowboys center logo looks stunning. Why yes. can't our? Why does ours look like somebody? You know, like me and Matt went out there with two pan, cans of Krylon. <laughs> they gave all the money to <laughs> Rogers Green Bean. They had to hire us to, to do the, the lines. <laughs> oh God, it's unbelievable. But I, the players, just quickly on the the yeah. turf versus grass, the players being so adamant that they want grass, and there being a legitimate study that grass is safer is enough. For me, like it's not going to completely right. take it away because we saw at Brees Hall last year, J.K. Dobbins this year, and other examples. But mm-hmm. if it's safer, why are we not doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, back to Ari was like, you guys think soccer players are so great? MetLife is going to host the World Cup. You think there's going to be turf on that field when that ha- when that happens? No, it's going to be yeah. grass, hundred percent. Right. So I, Robert Salas said something during his press press conference today. They asked him about the turf, and he he kind of did the whole like. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it, but he's like, clearly the players, you know, they, you know, they, they believe that that's what it is. And it seemed like he had the players back is, is what I'm trying to get at. I think he'd be for going to grass at that point. Douglas drops in, says, are there any clues from the Cowboys Giants game Jets can use when game planning for next week? Dude, I mean, yeah, that game, the Giants got shellacked. Yep. What are you saying, Grimmie? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm fucking stepping all over the place. No, it's okay. Uh, but I'm just, yeah, you need to score at least one point to win the game. That's what we learned in that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'm Giants hoping fan. that we can play in. I hope our strengths, like keeping Dallas's offense off the field and running at their pass rush, hopefully, hopefully running the game can solve this for us. That's my uh, my takeaway. Ron Weiss comes in and says, hi, my name is Ron, and I am a Jets fan. Not enough coffee and cigarettes for rehab. Love you guys. <laughs> hey, Ron, good to see you again. Uh, last time we saw Ron, we were at training camp. 
Good guy. Uh, Sam hops in. Sam says, Zach should be on the hot seat. Open up the playbook gradually. See if he is worth any. I think Zach is definitely on the hot seat to some extent. Like if he does not pan out now that we're going to see him through this entire season, they're going to they're, they're gonna know by the end of the year. They're going to say, okay, this is what it is or it isn't what it isn't. Like at least with Rodgers here, you're probably going to roll into Zach for another year unless there's a team out there that that's willing to throw a pick at you. I think at the very least you just decline Zach's fifth year option. And you let him play out, you know, the fourth year at that point. Um, but I agree, Sam. I do think you kind of have to you know, lean into him a little bit. Uh, it's time to show something. Fat Gandalf comes and says, Daniel Jeremiah said, after rewatching our offense, that Zach improved in terms of his ability to read plays, made only one bad read on the interception. He also said Ruckert is a beast in the run game. Very Great. much liked what we've seen out of Ruckert so far through preseason, through training camp, and it feels like he's going to be heavily involved with the offense this year. So we're going to be using a lot of heavy tight end packages. Uh, and it's nice to see that Jeremiah thinks Zach has improved as well. Matt, any thoughts on how Zach's Zach performed what you saw last night versus what we saw maybe the end of last year? I thought he was better in the second half of the game. Again, not perfect. I don't think it's fair to do a complete read on him and say like, okay, like that's 100% from this game. Like that's what he's going to be the entirety of the year. He was thrown in in a really tough spot. I think we'll know over the next couple of games if we've gotten improved Zach or not. Because there were some moments where it looked like, yeah, he got better. And then there were other moments where it's like, oh, this looks like the same guy we saw the last two years. Uh, I want to point out Bearded VTR says 37.5 million, the turf comment that he brought up before, is the salary for Rodgers for the season. And that's what the turf just cost us. So whatever it costs turf-wise, if it would have been – $10 million put turf down on that field would have saved you 37.5. Uh, Harrison, maybe. We say maybe, not necessarily. Uh, Harrison comes in the Super Chat, says, run it, hide from Joe Flacco is inevitable. Oh, no. I oh. No, I don't want Joe Flacco. No, no, Leave no, me alone, no, Harrison. No, don't no, don't no, do that. No. If I could, you know what? I can do this. Freeze him. No. Oh. <laughs> Give him the chicken. The Edward chicken here. The chicken I makes an the appearance. Chicken. I got to use the chicken more frequently on this thing. Uh, Edward Ziff comes in, says a confident Zach Wilson should scare the league. He has skills. Yeah. If Zach gets confident, he can start making some passes. Like if he can play to a 60% completion percentage and, you know, limit it to let, let's say two to one interception ratio. Like, you know, if he's not throwing a touchdown, he gets an interception, you know, every other game. If he one touchdown, then he gets an interception that game, whatever it is. I think Zach, if he's confident and moving around, it's going to be exciting and fun to watch. Mr. Forte comes in, says, why are those not our uniforms all the time? Just do a black version as well. I don't need to see black. I want to see this as our all the time jersey and then a green version with like the inverse. And I'm yeah. cool with that. I thought it looked sharp. The helmets looked good last night. Like the worst part for me about last night was that the injury happened while we were wearing these jerseys. Like that's the that's the taboo part of it. But other than that, we look friggin' fresh. Green Bean, what'd you think of the new jerseys? New old jerseys? I love them. Well, right. What do we really call them? Uh, I think they're new. I think they're new old. The new old jerseys. But uh, I'm with you, man. I think that I, and I believe uh, until proven otherwise that this will be our uniform moving forward. It's clearly mm -hmm. better. 
It's clearly the favorite of the fans. Next mm-hmm. year, they can officially change it. Like, too much is – the wind is a-blowing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's gorgeous. Um, that said, uh, I like the black with the other – I do. I mean, it's – I like it. I like the all blacks, but uh, – and I like the black helmet with it. I think that's a fun alternate. But mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I think that the uniforms we saw last night are are just – I mean – levels better than what we have mr downtown comes in says premier league stadiums outclass american fields have you seen totten uh, tottenham stadium it has a conveyor belt of different floor plans to choose from a conveyor belt of different that's floor cool plans. i'm not sure i know what that means of different right. like field Does surfaces i'm assuming like oh, yeah they oh just, that's like, what it's saying yeah, yeah yeah yep 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 uh, Arizona stadium has that. I think they have like, they grow the grass like outside and then it like gets retracted in. It's on like a track. Kind of cool. Yeah. Look, we clearly did not put <laughs> a lot of money into not. We, the, uh, MetLife stadium. It's ugly and we should have grass. That's what I think. Uh, Douglas comes in with a super chat says I'm spending money to commiserate with my fellow jets fans and could be watching episode five of Ashoka therapy needed i have not watched any of ashoka yet i'm gonna have to do that i like mandalorian so i'm gonna have to hop on that um i just did a whole star wars week i i finished uh obi-wan mm-hmm. um andor and the three episodes of ashoka of ahsoka i keep saying ashoka oh i would have ahsoka. called it ashoka consistently it's ahsoka yeah it's ahsoka the h is before the s ah. so ah soka uh, so uh, yeah, I think they're great. I gotta I gotta watch the I only watched season one of The Mandalorian and I never watched Boba Fett, so I gotta I gotta catch up on that. Boba Fett was pretty good. That's worth a watch for sure. Uh Blitz Crew drops in with a super chat says McGovern is on a one-year deal. I think Titman will be at center. Warren can come off IR after four weeks. If we are out of this, try him last half of the season. If he is a potential left tackle can use that first rounder on a wide receiver rather than an offensive tackle. No Flacco. Interesting. I don't know if there's going to be enough that I can see from Carter Warren, where if a good tackle was sitting there at our first round pick that I would say, okay, I'm going to go with the receiver. I think I'm definitely taking an offensive lineman at this juncture. And it, it feels like it's got to be tackle. Now I definitely, I'm a hundred percent behind back to coming here next year. I think it's a hundred percent deadlock. He's going to be left tackle uh, next season. I think he's going to get cut by the Packers. Cause he's got a $40 million cap hit. Rogers is going to talk to his buddy and say, Hey dude, come over here, protect my blind side. This ain't happening again. And then they're going to franchise tag Becton. That's my gut feeling. Uh, Matt, your thoughts on Carter Warren and the left tackle draft possible perspective with the first round pick. Carter Warren should get a red shirt year like Max Mitchell should have got last year. Um, I think first round pick offensive tackle sounds fantastic. I'm in on that. Greenbean, what do you think about uh, Carter Warren possibly being a solution at left tackle? Or what do you think about the first round pick and how we may use it next year? Well, they'll know how much they believe Carter Warren can be the answer by the end of the year, I I would hope, depending on his health. I mean, right now he's he's IR'd, so we don't know what that's going to lead to. We don't know. I mean, right now it's short-term, but who knows, right? So that would be great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a fourth or fifth-round pick uh, being your your tackle, uh, guard, whatever, you know, your O-lineman for, for years. I mean, we see it all the time. 
Uh, that said, if they have any questions about it, like this bullshit with the offensive line, like kind of taking the cheap route and kind of putting faith in guys, and it's got to stop. Like we need to go out this free agency, this offseason. I don't even care. Uh, just load it up, man. Spend the money, spend the picks, the capital. Just get the offensive line fixed for five years consistently. I want the same guys up there for five years. That's what I want. Leo comes in, says, listening to Garrett Wilson on with Allen and Bart show today, Rogers telling him, sorry, kid, messed oh, me up today. Yeah. Thank you guys for making me feel all right. Oh, dude, that's brutal. Yeah. Garrett's got to be so right. frustrated. He had 1,500 yards coming to him this year. Oh, yeah. The video of him on that show was so sad to watch. That was I really see it. I didn't see it yet. Yeah, well, we got a box of tissues because that's you're going to feel miserable after. Dude, it's got to be gut-wrenching. You got to think, like, if they roll with Zach all season, now they can't extend Garrett until after next year, but I don't think they should hold any of the stats that Garrett has right now against him because of who his quarterback is. Like, he should 100% be paid like a top wide receiver when it becomes available to him because he is every bit as good as any other wide receiver. It's just a matter of like, I don't want him to get so pissed off that he's like having shit stats here that he just wants to up and leave. I know. Yeah, I hope not. Uh, MC Lean drops in, says, when does the least end we should play at City Field? Um, I don't want to play at City Field because that's a lot further of a drive for me. <laughs> ha, no bridges I, for me. Fuck you, Ryan. Oh, dude, I, I had to go to Long Island for a bachelor party on Saturday, and I got cooked out in the sun. It was I was out there all day. Oh, dude, I was coming home, had way too many like beers in the sun. Right. Oh, dude, I came. I was fine. Like I, I drove home like hours and hours later after uh, after dinner, and I'm like an hour from home, and I'm on the side of the road, and I'm just like, <laughs> fucking yakking next to my car. I felt like such a scrub. Um, yeah, yeah, that's me weight. driving over from Long Island. That's Every time I drive from Long Island, it's usually like not fun. It's like three hours. It sucks. Yep. Sorry, Matt. Yep. No, I get it. I don't want to go to Jersey. I don't. I assume you guys don't want to go come to Long Island either. Mm-hmm. Harrison comes in, says we need an older Super Bowl winning quarterback who is not known as a dual threat and recently retired. Unleash Chad Henney. Oh, baby, Chad Henney comes out of retirement. Yeah, who knows? I. I it's got to be Zach. It's just he's got to got to do it. Do or die time. Ray Danger comes in and says, I saw a tweet that the Jets reached out to Chad Henney. How do you guys feel about him backing up Zach? Fine, I guess. I, I don't know. How old yeah. is Chad Henney? He's got to be like 35. He's old, but he came in last year for, and he looked great. I forget what he game that He backed up Mahomes, right? Yeah. He did. He had to come in in that playoff game against uh, – what the hell did they play? In he the, looked, I couldn't believe it. I was, I was like, what is this, Chad Henney? What is going on? What you know, year what? are we in? Maybe. Maybe he's good enough. He's 38. Oof. So what? Ryan. Good. We're getting younger at the position. Yeah, right. See, one year younger. You know, 10 more injuries. We'll have a 20-year-old. Uh, justice for Green Bean for getting timed out before. Uh, That's see, right. I don't, I don't even know why it happened. I don't know what I, I said. I felt like it. I don't know. I got the power over here. I got the little keyboard. He's a ruler. <laughs> makes stuff happen. Uh, Edward Ziff comes and says, every time they showed sauce, he looked so sad. Uh, again, I wasn't on, uh, I didn't get to see the broadcast of it, but man, that was, I can believe it. That's his buddy, his handshake buddy right no. there. Oh yeah. Don't want to see it. All right. 
Green Bean, you got your uh, your list up over there? I do. Want to know how many? I would love to know how many. All right, let me just make sure that I got the last ones. Let me just see. Ray Danger, Ed Ziff. Okay. 89. Holy hell. Okay, cool. This is a good thing. Um, oh, Ryan me... Superelli. I got uh, 90. 90. 90. Holy smokes. Wow. People uh, are feeling a certain way tonight, I think. And Cuca Lake, uh, he drops in. He wants to let us know that it's rigged. It is. Naturally. <laughs> All right, 91. There you go. All right. Uh, so we got 91 here. Let's let's do this right now. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, all you guys, by the way. Oh, we need yeah. Your There's some crazy over here. We're looking at our crazy analytics, and it says like only 30% of you guys that watch are actually subscribed to us. That's come on, help us out here. <laughs> this shit ain't easy. Come on. Hit that like button. Doesn't cost you anything. Hit the subscribe button. Doesn't cost you anything. Nothing at all. Helps the channel. Gets us a little bit more jet exposure. I love it. TKO hey, Steve. 90, 92. Yeah, I was going to say TKO Steve came in and said, uh, hey, 85 Bears had an average quarterback too. It's a different time. McMahon, but uh, was 40 years ago. I don't yeah. know if McMahon was average, dude. Hold on. Let me look. McMahon was an, ex was an electric quarterback. What the hell was his name? Jim McMahon? Or St Jim, Steve? Isn't oh, Jim, yeah, Jim WWE? Yeah, no, Vince. Jim McMahon. No, that's Vince, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. I'm an idiot. 1985. Yeah, he sucked. You're right. He had 2,300 <laughs> yards, 56.9. <laughs> 15 touchdowns, 11. I, okay, I remember it wrong. I was young, man. I was 13 years old. So, uh, yeah, all right. Well said, uh, TKO. Douglas dropped in, uh, so we got 93. It says, anyone else nostalgic for those heady, optimistic Tuesday on Talking Jets? Waiting for Hard Knocks feels like just a week ago. Oh, wait, Douglas? Douglas? Get me mad. Don't bring up sadness. Know, just, yeah. Nope, 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 nope. Ali uh, wants to let us know, no, I don't want to subscribe. subscribe. Ryan is mean to me. Ali, He's mean to me we too. provided shelter for you in the rain yesterday. Not Did my you? car. Oh. I, didn't, I had a car seat in my car, so he had to sit in a different car. But <laughs> Not close enough. <laughs> you know what it is. Love you, Ali. Yeah. It's good to see you yesterday. All right, all right do you have all your uh, numbered people over there, uh, Green Bean? I got it. I got it. We got 93, right. We're good. 93, random number. Oh. Boom, 49. Who we got? Piddle Pie Poo. Piddle Poo. <laughs> Piddle Poo. Piddle Poo. Piddle in that wheel. We almost got the Man, jersey last wheel. Week. Let's get a jersey. Right. Let's see what's going on. This is the week. Oh, boy. It's coming. Oh. Oh. Hello. Oh. Hey. I'm crying oh, to it because of everything sad that's happened to us in the last 24 hours. Ah, penalty poo. Good. Reach out to us. Talkingjets at gmail.com. That's without a G. Uh, or jetstalk247 at gmail.com. Get us your information. We'll send you out a talking Jets pillow that you can be happy with. Not sad. Only happy things. Uh, but guys, we have reached the end of our stream. So I want to go around our panel, give our closing thoughts. Green Bean, how you feeling? Well, I feel better. This was helpful. I feel good. Mm -hmm. I want to thank everybody. I love you guys. I love everybody in the chat. 
and it's good. We're better together, everybody. And uh, yeah, Jets Pod is uh, is out uh, on the channel. I'm the Green Bean Jets fan. I'll be putting out some more videos this week on that as well. Uh, Thursday, think of it here on Talking Jets this Thursday, alongside of the NFL game. So put the game on and hang out with us, man. We do kind of a joint thing. It's not quite a watch party, but we talk about it and we talk about the Jets and what's going on. It's a great combo deal. And hang out with us right here on Talking Jets Thursday night, eight p.m. Matt, any last words for our panel? It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this together. I'm glad I have both you guys to talk through. I feel a little bit better after this conversation. I don't know about you guys, but I feel much better. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I hopped on a live earlier today for like two hours. I was just like, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just got to talk to someone right now. And talking to you two along with the rest of the chat in here has been incredibly therapeutic. This is your Jets therapy session Thank you guys for hanging out with us. If you feel like we've earned a like, hit that like button, otherwise known as the milk mm, thumbs. Milk thumbs. Hey, let me say to this too. Anonymous there. has a great comment. We should add some Talking Jets tissues to the wheel. Ooh. <laughs> we could do that. I, I, I can make a thing. We'll do That's something. That's great. That's good, dude. That's good. Uh, boys and girls, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We will get through this. Zach Wilson will be the guy we need him to be. This team is bound to make the playoffs. Keep the faith. Boys and girls, we'll see you here next week, 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. This is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-S.